welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your coquettish game master, Tom, and this is Episode 7, Ethical Fallout. Thank you everyone so much for joining us on our adventures. We have a lot of fun and put a lot of work delivering these episodes each week. If you'd like to support the podcast, drop by our Patreon for after-show commentary, character creation audio, and now exclusive Lost episodes. These are full episodes we recorded before even starting Season 2. Check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Also, feel free to leave us some feedback about the show on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media. We love hearing from you. In the last adventure, our heroes arrived inside the domed city of Salor. There, they were forced to deal with an alien ethics officer, a police force consisting of a single officer way out of his depth, and a mining company caught in the middle of racial tensions between miners and the local population. Our heroes ended up exploring a warehouse where they suspected kidnapped victims and other nefarious crimes were taking place. However, this went beyond their profit jurisdiction and has landed them in some trouble. The heroes are now stuck inside this warehouse they've broken into with security ready to open fire on Kolsch who waits outside. How will the heroes get out of this mess? How will they resolve the racial tensions between the miners and the Crescini? And why are people with Esper abilities being kidnapped and brought here? The adventure begins. A warehouse worker looks around his computer screen, looking at the latest news, wasting time, spends a lot of time in his office not doing much, when all of a sudden a view appears, and it's the external view of the very warehouse he's inside of. And the view shows a gaggle of miscreants armed to the teeth, some armored, walking not so surreptitiously towards his warehouse door. He kind of is like, what is this? And then he sees one of them kneel down outside the door and start doing something with the door controls. The warehouse worker gets up, walks towards the door from the inside with his head kind of cocked to the side and opens up the door just as he hears the lock and he looks down and sees an e-pokey uh, kneeling before him, a darkened skinned, tall eared, fellow uh, by the name of Epo before him and the warehouse worker says what the hell are you doing and before he can finish the sentence and before he can even barely get out any radio call to security asking for help he is stabbed straight through the chin type area up into his head and is brutally brought down to the ground then there's a chaos of Catherine rushing over, trying to heal him, getting him back on his feet. Then there's a struggle and there's people flying through the air. Chaos ensues outside the entrance. Moments later, most of the group goes inside Warehouse H with Kolsch still on the outside. Augie on the inside locks the door with a hacking tool to make sure no one else can easily get inside. Meanwhile, Security office has detected that something unusual has happened around uh, the area and they hop into two different security vehicles and race towards the office, uh, not the office, the warehouse complex. The security chief hops in, gets his rifle out, and as they speed away with some lights flashing, he says, where's the call coming from? The guy sitting next to him says, uh, it's coming from Warehouse H. Of course it is. Where else would it come from? It's always Warehouse H. Get everyone ready. 
They come racing in. He sees there's some strange, large, cat-like fellow with weapons galore bristling on bandoliers and strapped to shoulders, kind of just trying to stand around outside as though there's nothing really going on, even though this is totally, hugely private property out there. The uh, security chief says, uh, all right, Team B, head around back. We probably got some more inside as well and they come to a screeching halt out front. The security chief, his first officer, and two more fellows spill out of the car and point their weapons at Holsch, alone standing outside. And they demand him to drop his weapon. He's hesitant, he finally drops his weapon. They demand him to kick the weapon over. He's hesitant, and they continue to yell, you're not gonna get another warning. Now kick it over. And they've got their weapons trained at you, Kolsch. I'm with the security, I'm with the police force doing a routine security. Why are you yelling at me? Why are you pointing guns at me? The younger officer looks at his chief. The chief nods and they fire. It was unceremonious. You have been hit twice. And you've been hit twice. For, well, maybe not. I got a, well, probably a 17 and a 17. Yep. Okay, you've been hit twice. You take two points of lightning damage and two points of lightning damage as you are hit by two stun blasts. And you need to make two constitution saving throws. A 17. That's great. And a nine. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. You shrug off the first blast, growl at them. The second blast hits you and you drop to the ground paralyzed. The two guys have their guns trained on you while the other two just now spilling out of the back of the security vehicle race over and start to restrain you. Meanwhile, inside, the rest of you can uh, are starting to look around this warehouse area trying to get a lay of the land when you hear a sound at the back door of a beep, 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 beep. How far away is the back door? 30, 40 feet. About 30 feet. <laughs> you need it 30 feet? You see Devin quickly run exactly 10 feet closer to that door. Um, is there a locking mechanism or a mechanism on the inside of the door yeah. that has a control feature using distant reach? Uh, I will generate a minor telekinetic effect. Uh, and I can use my action to generate a minor hem, um, to manipulate an object, open an unlocked door or container, pick it up, pick open an item, pull a switch or lever or pour the contact. Yeah, it's just like a remote telekinetic yeah. hand. So, it just like holds so the door basically closed. every time it goes to open, it's like, click, <laughs> okay. and I close it again. All right. The door kind of slightly open and it closes again. It opens again. And you hear like some muffled stormtrooper radio sounds of what's going on? I don't know. Just get the door. Stop screwing around. I can only do this for a minute. What kind of computer is this computer we've been messing with? It is an old CRT monitor style thing where they don't give the warehouse guy a lot of the latest equipment. It's in his office, which is a raised area slightly offset that overlooks with big windows the rest of the warehouse. They're probably too big for me to like pick up and carry gracefully gracefully and is correct you cannot gracefully carry that the um the guy that we've got tied up yes does he have like a hat absolutely does he have a jacket he does not have a jacket shirt 
He has uh, and shirtless. <laughs> he has a shirt. Has some uh, uh, covered in blood. Some overall type things. Yeah, I guess the shirt is. He's wearing right. a mankini. Ebo, Ebo grabs that and puts it on. Um, I'm assuming we heard something of what happened out. Uh, you and Devin may make perception rolls. Twenty-one. Mm. Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Epo, you don't hear anything specific that draws your attention to Kolsh. You're not aware of what's going on out there. Devin, you do hear outside the back door you're at, you just hear, set weapons to stun, we're getting in. And you need to make a computer's roll versus them with advantage. They know the system better. Oh! 11. A seven. <laughs> they start raffly pressing. I think I got it. The door opens a little bit wider because it closes <laughs> shut again. God, ah, come on! We need reinforcements. <laughs> I can keep this up all day. <laughs> uh, Ipo wants to um, interrogate the the worker guy. All right. Um, what are the codes to lock down this warehouse? I don't know what you're talking about. Lockdown. How do we secure the warehouse? I I use one five five eight to whenever I leave for the day. Thank you. And Ebo, <laughs> then Ebo goes to the back door and presses 1558. All right. You go past uh, Devin and you walk over and you press 1558 and it locks and it immediately unlocks. I press 1558 again. All right. So now you are taking the place of Devin. Actually, I'm I'm keeping up closing it. All right. So like we're, we're working double. All right. So every time you lock it, it locks, then it unlocks. They are sometimes fast enough the door opens, but the Devin's able to hit it ghostly through you and it closes again. The two of you are working in tandem and the door is staying secured. Uh, one random shot comes at Epo through the crack with disadvantage uh, with a 13 to hit. No. And... Uh... It's equal to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you are hit for two points of lightning damage mm -hmm. and must make a constitution <laughs> saving throw. Epo's like, I got it. <laughs> oh, you can that, reroll that. That's okay. on the edge. Uh, 13. 13, and Epo is fine. Oh, bummer. <laughs> um, uh, all right, we can't keep just keep them out the entire time here, team. We've got to talk to them, and I will go over to Epo's brilliant thoughts and put on the hat of this guy and say, <laughs> hey, what's your name? Uh, Sammy. Sammy what? I don't know. I'm not important enough to have a last name. <laughs> Give me one second. Sammy like Smith. Sammy hit points. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy little name. Um, pit points. <laughs> uh, Sammy Diet. Thanks, Sammy. And I'm just going to take his hat and I'm going to put it on and his badge. Okay. And I assume he's got a badge. Yep. Hi, my name is Sammy. <laughs> Perfect. With blurred last name because I never quite got it figured <laughs> out. <laughs> Time of hire. It's pulled from the printer too fast. Just... <laughs> um, and I am going to quietly whisper everybody, follow my lead. And I'm going to open the front door and put one of my hands out and just be like, hey, hey, yeah, we're having some problems. Can you go around the back and help? You may make a deception with disadvantage. <laughs> you, as you open the front door, you see Kolsch is on the ground pinned. He's got 
a security guard kneeling on him. There's a collar placed around his neck, and his hands are tied. Does not look good. Man. That's a nine. A nine. (laughs) The other three turn and look at you. They look at each other. 19, 16, and a 10 are blasted at you, Catherine. Two of those definitely hit. All right, you take four points of lightning damage and make two constitution saving throws. Okay. Get it together, dice. Yeah, no, I have a uh, 20 and an 8. All right. And Is that ca- a natural 20? It is a total of total tw- of 20. <laughs> 30, 20. And Catherine drops to the ground, paralyzed. Just Do, do we follow her lead? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I do the Catherine. So immediately get captured. <laughs> well, we're at the back door. I know. Augie, what do you want to do? I went to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How big is the warehouse? Big, 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 big. Uh, Could fit like three or four semi-trucks abreast, but it has just a few of those white char three canisters in the middle. The rest of it's pretty empty. There is a small lift in a corner. Uh, that's wide. That could hit. Uh, that could hold like a, a, a transport, small transport vehicle. And because there's a second floor to this warehouse storage area as well. I'm, if I can determine, I'm scrambling to where there would be. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, where there would be a new canister brought in, or the the new shipment might have been brought in. They would come in through giant shipping doors which is where, as you look, you can see they are trying to access at the rear of the warehouse. So you have Devin and Epo working at the small man-sized rear door. Mm-hmm. Then there's this giant like hangar door that can allow shipping vehicles to come in uh, that you can see and hear a little beep, 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 beep code being pressed on that one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing Plug my attention on, on the actual canisters themselves. Okay. Uh, and as I'm running up there, I throw over my shoulder uh, a series of small globes and they go, and they just kind of flutter out. What do they do? <laughs> I can do this all day. <laughs> uh, they flutter out, uh, tumble to the ground and crack open at three specific individuals' feet. Uh, that being... Uh, it would smack outside. It rolls by Kolsch. It rolls by Catherine. And one flies over next to Epo and just kind of gets in its face and poof, blows up. Uh, does what? <laughs> Beyond startling them, what does it do? Uh, this will heal them. Uh, and regardless of what I roll, the damage that they have will heal entirely. However, it will not cure the condition. Okay, so they're, they're, the minor wounds they have are cured up. Yes. Nice. Uh, Devin... Epo? Uh, how close am I to Catherine? You're about 50 feet away. Ooh, that's helpful. I was hoping. <laughs> so she's outside? She's halfway outside, and now she's 100% outside as you see hands grab onto her and pull pull her out. But everyone's always pulling me places. <laughs> pull, pull, pull her out by the hat she's wearing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jeez. Things are not looking good. Epo's still hitting 1558. 
That's a musical lot. I keep this door secured and then I will start heading towards the front door. All right. There's a small single person door that's been the big battle point for some time now. You're heading over towards that. And as you do, you see two guys come running in, two security officers. They've got rifles out. They are charging in and saying, go, go, go. We beat the guys in the rear. Go, go. They spill into the room and you can roll initiative by yourself, actually, which is rare. 15 and 10. Uh, I will beat both of them. Okay. You can decide what you want to do. Jeez. Well, we we don't want to start killing people just yet. Oh, we already did that. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of ship is <laughs> Or is that ship sailed? Are we? Is that where we're at? Kolsch isn't there. Catherine is paralyzed again. I'm not going to ask Epo because I know the answer. <laughs> 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 just an evil look from Epo. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit sticks. Um... <laughs> Can I close that door electronically? Uh, if you use your remote ability, you yeah. might be able to, but it would be after them. They're already in. How many are in? Two. Yeah, I'll close the door. Okay. Uh, and yeah, that's great. All right. You're able to close the door and you got it sealed. Their action is to blast at you. The best I got is a 13 to hit. No. Shot goes at you and misses. The other shot goes at Augie, but was a six and hits one of those canisters. And you can both tell it's stun shots. It's not piercing or doing any scorch marks. There has been a misunderstanding. Please stop firing so we can explain to you what is going on here. (laughs) You can make a persuasion disadvantage. Want none of this. Oh, bad. Okay. Like what? Bad. Four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Evo, you haven't done anything in a while. You're at the back door, still pressing this code. There's, you can tell there's a gaggle of guards outside this back door, itching to get in. Does this door swing open? Does it slide open? How does it open? Uh, it's action. It, yeah, it slides down. It's really awkward. It's against ocean. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's a drawbridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a split single person door that splits uh. open. Okay. Think Star Trek. Does it have handles on it? Think Star Trek. Mm. Um. <clears throat> uh. Epo wants to try jamming in each jam and the jam on each side of the door of the doorway. Um. Try jamming a couple of like his beefier infiltration tools in each jam on each side, so that way the doors can't. Slide open. All right, yeah. make an engineering roll. Because might have thought. to slice. Because I need yet. to slice and dice. Yeah. Engineering. I'm yeah. Making. Uh, mechanics. You mechanics. Thank Ten. Ten. You get out tools and you're like, okay, I'm gonna wedge it in. I gotta get the right side. This one's a little too big, but this one, the door's like been open for a while now. Let me grab this one. No, this one's my favorite. The guards are like watching you. What the hell is he doing? And then they get some shots out at you. Uh, Ooh, uh, 11, 10. 
nine and a four. No. Nope. Tons of shots. <laughs> they all miss. You realize what's going on, and what do you want to do now? I double hand. I drop the tools and double hand go with daggers. Okay. One. Uh, I assume there's plenty of people to choose from. I want to go. With that. Can I do this? Can I? So you want to leap at them, stabbing away viciously. I want to leap. I want to stab two people at one time. You can't do two at one time. You don't have the two two have two weapons. Yeah, I'll just stab one person then. All right. Evo leaps out screaming like a dervish. Make an attack roll. But nice. They're only stunning us. (laughs) So is he. I I (laughs) roll really well. Um, 21. Jesus Christ. And eight damage. And eight points of damage. You leap out and plunge your dagger deep into the chest of one of the armored guys. It goes in about halfway, pierces his arm about halfway. You use your weight to wedge it in further to get deep into him. He cries out, drops his weapon. You are blasted again, a 13, a nine, and a 17. Okay. One shot gets through? Two. Two. Tons of shots are blasted your way. You get hit for four total lightning damage by stun shots, and you have to make two constitution saving throws. Uh, 20s, dirty 20s, both of them. (laughs) Enraged in this blood (laughs) frenzy, you shrug off both of the paralyzing effects. person that shouldn't be rolling well. (laughs) Let's go back to Augie. Can we put him down? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I've been shot at... Uh, I'm, I'm looking for this container specifically. If what was the container again? I know is ensuing. What was the container again? Uh, it was the one of the... The Lisa was in. Yeah, the... Oh, the shipping container. Yeah, the shipping container. You do not see it. I do not see it here. Alrighty. <clears throat> um... <laughs> You've got two guys inside that are blasting at you and Devin. Now you just see the back door open up and uh, Epo apparently just getting shot a bazillion times somehow and still leaping out like a barbarian, stabbing people, still getting shot some more. <laughs> and you're like, oh, poor Epo. Oh, he's still alive. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is there a, uh, um, a uh, uh, like a foam venting fire suppression system in there, this place? There absolutely is. Uh, I would very much like to trip that if I can and set it off for the whole place. You'll have to run to the office to start that process. We'll absolutely do that. Devin. Move, move. <laughs> um, Devin will grab his pistol, cast it aside, and say, I surrender. The guard who shot at you does not shoot. Steps a little close, takes out a bracelet that when his hand touches, it goes green. And it looks similar to the bracelet that was around Alyssa when you recovered her from the, uh, not bracelet, necklace. We're all going to show up in shipping pods in six months. (laughs) And he throws it over towards you and he hits the floor and slides and spins towards your feet. (laughs) I look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, put it on. I would do so very slowly. All right. Like delaying as much as humanly possible without getting shot. Uh, He fires at the ground when you take too long. Put it on. Continue to move relatively slowly. Uh, Then he shoots with advantage. Oh, 
and Devin is knocked back into the Stone Age unconsciously with the necklace still just halfway. You don't get any roll. You're unconscious. Devin drops. Bum, 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 bum. Ebo! I got how many guys standing around me? Uh, you've got one you're hanging on to with pin the tail on the donkey knife-wise, and then you got three around you that are just... Sh- One's trying to pull you off. Get it off of him! And the other one, two others are shooting at you. Um, <laughs> I assume I took two points of damage on that. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to. Hmm. Right, because you're getting a long rest, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll get a ton of Esper. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. Uh, I want to say, um, wait a minute. Who who are you? <laughs> I did not mean to stab you. Who are you, people? Who am I? Uh, where's my medication? <laughs> His PTSD kicks in. I'm always like this around warehouses. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. And what are you doing? You're letting go of this knife. You're. Um, I I still have a hold of him, but I've stopped like kind of attempting to continue to to struggle with oh, him. Okay. I'm just like. I'm still like, have, I still have a hold of this this dagger in the dude's chest, just like, yeah, what's going on? Augie, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you race towards the office door, you swing it open, and as you go inside, you are hit with a 21, you take two points of lightning damage, you need to make a constitution saving throw. And just before you do that, you hear multiple blasts at the back door, and Epo make one final sound as well. You got point blank hit by two guys. You got no roll. So what? So what's your sound that you make as they blast you into paralysis? Mm. That's the sound. That's (laughs) a soothing. (sighs) I'll be. I'll be hit. So that's four points he's taken from that? I've taken six. Uh, so just I've bla- I was blasted twice? Just, uh, just do once. Right, we'll do okay. one guaranteed so from the, both their efforts. Uh, Augie, make a constitution saving throw. Bum, bum, bum. Fifteen. You shrug it off. You got this, Augie. You are in the warehouse. You see the CRT monitor. You see some books the guy Sammy was reading. Uh, you see some calendars on the wall. And then there's this giant... Fire suppression, do not press, emergency only, oversized red button with a fire extinguisher symbol on it. You've got multiple guys just inside the warehouse spilling in now. No sign of any of your fellow crew profit members, and they're all converging on poor little Augie in the office. What what would you like to do? I don't think it was meant to go north. (laughs) Yeah, really. Uh, from my, from my, from my, uh, rat height, I jump up and press the suppression button. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, uh, try to kill the lights, too, if I can. From, All right. From here. You hit the fire suppression, you hear a little spooling of gas type stuff. Then you hit the lights, the lights go down. You hear the security officer chief's voice going, uh, what's this now? Keep moving in. The lights go all black. You see a couple flashlights turn on. They're getting closer. And then this heavy, thick foam stuff just starts pouring down from multiple sections all over. And you just, you hear this, oh, come on! As this 
sea of foam starts to appear. I'm sure that's not toxic at all. <laughs> Probably cut, not hail on. Cut to a car, and in it is Kolsch and Catherine and Epo. You are all uh, restrained by the hands. You've had your weapons removed, not your armor, though. And uh, you also have collars around your throats to do some sort of in inhibiting. And you also notice, particularly from you, Kolsch, when you've tried to curse at them and mess with them up a little bit, it's altering your voice just slightly. Not a lot, but just slightly. And then for a while, they even were able to just mute you remote. But it's got some pressure right against your uh, vocal cords. It's able to alter it just a little bit. You guys are being whisked away in this security vehicle. Following behind the three of you is another security vehicle, and in it is Devin. And Devin, you're in your robe. You have the same collar around your neck. Your hands are bound. Uh, you do have a weapon, right? A pistol that you normally carry? I had thrown it aside. Oh, I yeah. Surrendered. All right. Um, um, am I able... So I kind of tentatively reach out to the Esper to see if I can access it. You cannot. Okay. I didn't think I You could. are being inhibited. Uh, and you are also finding yourself getting splashed a little bit by weird white foam from the rat-like Augie sitting next to you, <laughs> who's covered head to toe with white foam, who is also <laughs> restrained as what well. What happened to you? <laughs> I just... I shake violently. <laughs> Please stop that. <laughs> uh, you also hear in your car... Uh, one of the guys say, yeah, we've got uh, five unknowns. Uh, we'll, we'll bring them in. Um, can I try something? Uh, not yet. Hold on. Oh, this is their car. So Devin pops up and is like, we are not unknowns. We are both prophets and police officers of this town. And you have made a huge mistake. He slams like some police barrier wired fence type thing. Barrier between slams says, shut up. And then says on the radio, okay, yeah, he says they're prophets. Uh, <laughs> something with the police they might be. And then you hear old radio back. Okay, take him to Rutledge then, Director Rutledge. Catherine, you wanted to do or say something in your car. Um, I was hoping to try a gambit. Okay. Um, and I just wanted to say, this might be one of your last mistakes pull over and use cower. Ooh. You find yourself unable to affect okay. them I vocally. <laughs> uh, and you hear over the radio of one of these guys, not the one that's in the car. It's like a little cell phone type thing he personally gets out uh, and he's talking on it and you hear a quick conversation of uh, we've got almost everything ready at the uh, mining uh, facility. We'll uh, launch at noon. And the guy says, yeah, roger that. And they keep driving. And you guys are driven away from the warehouse and are driven back to a building you've been to before. And you were taken to the five-story Rallis mining office. You were in the lobby of it, I think, yesterday. Mm -hmm. Or was it this morning? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday. You were driven to this uh, Rallis mining office. You're driven to the back. You go in through a rear shipping entrance, driven in there where there are some more security guards there. 
I don't know, they just tried to break into uh, one of the warehouses. Okay, Rutledge is ready for him. Augie, you uh, make the sticky slurping noise as you get off the leather seats <laughs> and get out of the car, and you are more interested in the giant uh, robot that is there. Oh. Uh, with the two arms and all that uh, crazy goodness. The same one we saw before. It or is a similar one. No, no, no. It is absolutely the same one. It is a uh, GRG 304 guard bot. The GRG. And it's just, <laughs> and it's just watching you in this kind of internal shipping receiving area. Um, it's not being threatening. It's keeping its distance, but it's definitely there in case anything happens. Heavily armed and ready to rock? Yes. Yeah, okay. Is Kulsh's arms, are they restrained behind him or in front of him? Um, behind. Behind. You guys are ushered in. The lead car, Kolsch, Catherine, and Ipo are led in first, and you go into the interior of the building. Just as you're leaving this receiving area, you can see the second car come in that has Devin and uh, Augie, so you know the rest of the group is here as well but you're just separated by a little bit. You are taken towards a freight elevator and pushed inside roughly by these guards and they have pistols out, pointed at you guys, ready for trouble. And the freight elevator starts to rise and rise up. So are we all in the same freight elevator? Nope. Augie, you look like you got a question over there? Uh, no, I'm trying to visualize here, so okay. I'm good. So who's in, who's in the... First free elevator. You three, Catherine, Kolsch, and Epo. Okay. You guys go up to f the fifth floor. The fifth floor is entirely different than the first floor. It is much, much nicer. The prefabricated exterior where they're able to drop this in for a quick colony type operation. They've done a lot of interior work. It looks nice. The There's nice architecture and design on the inside that has cool... Uh, 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 angled walls that angle out a little bit. They've got faux um, a ceiling, light, uh, light ceiling, what the hell am I talking about? Skylights, that's the word, uh, that are that separate it. That gives it much more uh, executive office style vibe. Floor is shiny. There's someone out there with some cool little robot helping assist it to keep the floor all waxed. He keeps his distance as you are marched in to a big door of wood, actual wood, the double door that swings open, and you are pushed inside a little roughly. Inside is a nice big office with a huge oversized mahogany type table on the right. There are uh, some rows of chairs and uh, sofa stuff that uh, parallel it. There's a fountain in the corner that has nice water that sprays out of these three animal shapes. That looks nice. There's huge windows that overlook the whole dome. This is the tallest building in the whole dome too. And floating by are these still these strange yellow amoeba glow type things that slowly go by. There are several security guards in here and there is also a man, big executive type guy, dressed really nice. He's was working at his computer. As soon as you come in, he closes his little computer top and it descends into his desk and looks like it was never there. He rises up and Augie and Devin, you guys join shortly after in the second group. 
and you are all pushed towards the sofa to sit there. And Devin, your interest is immediately to a woman in the corner. This is a lady with scraggly black hair with very gaunt features, human with uh, very uh, sunken dark eyes. She's got some uh, whitish, not robe, but it's very thin, whitish like dress. Think of like the ring, if you will, the crazy beast from the ring. Lovely. Uh, but she's standing there and she's got her hands out to her sides with her palms face down and is constantly casting some sort of esper ability. Um, the moment anyone even first entered the room and she's got this strange sound that you can just barely hear. Wicked, I assume. It's very off-putting. <laughs> Very off-putting. Is, where, is, where, where is her visual focus? Her visual focus was on the largest amount of the group. So it was the th- original three that came in. But as soon as you come in, her focus locks onto you, Devin. Devin, I know what you are. And Just looks at the rest of the group. <laughs> like, no, don't! <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sat down. And uh, your hands are behind your back still. And Devin's really only paying attention to her. Okay. And there's a man in front of us? There is a uh, man who's getting out from behind the desk. He comes around by the desk and... Although Devin will whisper that his director, Rich DJ, assume. Do at least Catherine. Okay. He gets out and sits or leans against the desk that he's at. He's human? He's human. He has, he looks really, really handsome, but in a very nondescript, he paid for the looks kind of look. So he's been uh, enhanced quite a bit. He's got a little bit of a graying, classic um, salt and pepper model, older male model look. He, but he also has this big smile that looks a little hollow, like, unsettling game show host. Think Alan Thicke. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> and he's... Horrified. Le- <laughs> and he's leaning against the uh, desk. I look at him and I smile and say, it seems there's been some sort of misunderstanding. Yes, so it would seem. Yes. Yes, I think that you might have heard that we're one of the prophets and we were brought in by the local police force we heard there was a problem at Warehouse H, and we were just checking it out. We were startled by one of your men. There was a problem, but we healed him right up, and we were just making sure that everything was okay. Then we were shot by your people, unasked for, and unexpectedly. What can you say for yourself? Unasked for? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Will you please shoot me now? <laughs> uh, you have an interesting take. And who might you be? I'm Catherine Leary of the Prophets. This is I am Director Rutledge of Rallis Mining. Told you. <laughs> great to re- great to meet you, Rutledge. He knows too much. <laughs> How can we clear up this problem? Well, you certainly do have a problem on your hands, and Augie is at this time trying to eat his collar. He's like. <laughs> 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 trying to gnaw it, getting light shocks from it. <laughs> you say you're from the prophets. Absolutely. I assume you've heard of us. Uh, my security officer 
confirm the same thing through your IDs. And he holds your IDs in his hand, which he throws to the table callously. We have no problem with Rallis mining. We were doing the duties assigned. We are happy to go on our way and take this as a accident and move forward. But if you do something, of course, I'm sure the prophets will know. They know where we are. They expect regular communication. We don't want there to be bad blood between the two of us. Hmm. I don't think it's between us that the bad blood would be. I would think it would be between yourselves. I'm a little confused as we are part of the Prophets, which is an international organization. You are also one that needs to work within a world that we do a lot of work in and we do a lot of regulation in. We want to make sure this continues to be a smooth process. Well, you have seemed to do everything but that over the last 24 hours. See, I I can see a lot outside these windows. He points to his giant wall of windows. There's some yellow thing just goes bong <laughs> gently outside of it. I see everything here in the dome, and I see well, well beyond the dome. You you have a bit of a problem. You have carried weapons and carried out an investigation that's not been authorized here against my company. That's certainly is not good for you. You don't have legal authority here on this world. But we have legal authority in many places where I'm sure you want to keep having good relationships. Legal authority, however, here does not include trespassing and breaking and entering. That certainly is not good. Wouldn't you say, Ms. or Mrs. Leary? Are you making a play? <laughs> his smile cracks for a second, and then he goes right back to his smile. Uh, my understanding is you've been hired to do some guard work around here, but you appear to be unable to even protect what little you've been assigned to do. Uh, just We are prophets, we are not bought. That's not my understanding with the local police force. You are, have not been deputized in any way. And this video just came through moments ago. And he if presses a, a kid with some cake. <laughs> <laughs> he presses a button and the, the wall beyond behind his uh, uh, desk, it becomes a giant screen. And outside that screen, uh, you can see there are a bunch of muscular type working guys out there with picketing things. There is some pushing, some screaming, down, down, boom. And then you see Officer Talon is in the in the scene and he's going, no, stop, stop. And there's some punches being thrown. You can't see from where he's getting hit and bloody. And he's, uh, where are the guards? I, the prophets, well, they're supposed to be here. And the camera goes black. This does not seem to bode well for you. And of course, my security officer has, has shown this. And he clicks the video again and you see an exterior shot of Warehouse H with an epoki kneeling down next to the door. And the door opens up and you can't see exactly what's said and then a knife is plunged up through the head of the guy. Now, 
I don't know law, I'm sure, as well as, as many of the prophets, but that looks very much like attempted murder to me. Is that man doing okay? We did everything we could for him. Oh, you did? It certainly doesn't seem like that. So, one word from me, and all of this gets sent out to all the media and to the Citadel itself. You've got an old, decaying knighthood that is clinging to what little political power it can, and I cannot imagine the public, and more importantly, your superiors, being impressed with everything they've seen you do in the last 24 hours. That is the problem, Ms. Leary, that you need to deal with. I also feel now that we've given information to the prophets that others would not appreciate knowing that Rallis is kidnapping people. You see, we are at an impasse. Well, I'm sure I know nothing about what you're talking about. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, 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 I'm tell I'm not happy with this conversation. <laughs> I'm shriveling. <laughs> we understand that sometimes things and uh, different measures need to be taken to move along business, but not everybody does. While, of course, we might have some bad public relations, we can counter, and we do not want to do an escalation war here. We want to move along quietly. Tit for tat in the situation. Well, then perhaps something can come of this. I... I feel you have your attention focused in the wrong area. Is that the area where there's no real mining happening here? Also, something our superiors know of. I... the attention you need to focus on is on the Crescini. They are harassing the workers here in the dome daily with their silly ethical requirements that just drag the populace down having the opposite effect. They have been threatening us for years that we need to leave their planet. And I have, uh, we've have now this fight this morning with a protest, a perfectly legal protest going on. There's now been a fight with that. We've received threats from them several times. I have even heard a rumor just recently of them disabling the transfer station in orbit to prevent the flow of materials and workers in and out. I say you turn your attention to them. We have my security officers politely take you back to your hotel. I can have my engineers help further repair the shuttle to get it out quicker for you. You depart, you report back about the issue with the Crescini. We get the temporary government removed so we can get actual work done here. And all of this, pointing to the view screen video behind him of the knife going through the head of the warehouse guy, all of this can just go away. It just loops. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a gif. <laughs> Now, it seems to me the Cassini have been moving along. They are less interested in this location. There's fewer of them. Couldn't you just wait through attrition? They seem less interested in this planet. It seems, from what I've been told, the, f the few that remain are the more diehards. The fewer there are, the more tighter they grab on to 
what this place used to mean to them. Couldn't you work through some legal channels to give them less authority here? I mean, their methods of punishment seem a little archaic. That's something that you could do with your vast resources. Unfortunately, the Alliance has come up with the triumvirate for this dome world, and it's quite annoying to have to deal with. It is one of our representatives here from Rallis Mining, one of the Cressini representatives, and then a neutral representative who is of no use to either party, so we get very little done. What is the name of this neutral representative? It is the current chief of the law enforcement officer. I do not do not know his name. There's some sort of transition going on there. The one who's missing. I am not aware. Uh, chief Horick, I think is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, chief Horick is apparently on sabbatical or is taking a leave. I'm not up to speed on that. Where did you hear that information from? I have my sources. Mm, your sources are misinformed. And you, you are getting away from the only issue that's going to help get you out of your restraints and out of this legal bind that you find yourselves in. Teach me how to smile like you do. He smiles big and takes a drink from some expensive brown liquor. I'd offer you some, but you are indisposed with your hands. We will take your offer. We will look into what is happening here. They do seem to be difficult and disposing of people in ways that seems unlawful. We're happy to look into this problem. He turns to a security guard. Did he say 24 hours? The guard says, yeah. We can expedite the shuttle repair and have it ready a day from now, so by tomorrow morning. So we're more than happy to deliver you to the hotel. And 24 hours later, you can certainly depart on the shuttle and take word back to the powers that be that are the Cassini. And I think a little bit with your weight and untarnished honorable reputation, we, yeah. we might. <laughs> we might. You don't know us. <laughs> we might be able to get some good work done here. <clears throat> Does that sound like a deal for everyone here? Are you telling us we need to leave this planet whether or not our investigations are done in 24 hours? Oh, you seem to be thinking that you still have some sort of investigating to go on. You we have. Of the Cassini, of course. How are we supposed to know more about what's happening? You have everything you need to know by accepting this. So enjoy your time at the hotel, and my men will be happy to let you go. Otherwise, you're in a much, much worse situation. I look at everybody in the party and look for a nod from each of them. Without looking away from Devil Lady, Okay. Devin nods. He's walking over to his computer... Uh, lifts the little secret thing up just a little bit and uh, makes some little motion and has the videos appear towards some sort of communication satellite icon that as though he's kind of threatening to send those out. And there's also a trash bin next to it as well. <laughs> like 1992. <laughs> Kolsch reluctantly nods. 
Uh, Augie has uh, part of a collar wedged in his mouth, but he... <laughs> You're not sure if he's being shocked or nodding. It's <laughs> a vicious nod. Um, yeah, Ebo... Ebo nods. In the affirmative. Rutledge, the deal. He's a very good. I'm sure this will all work out to everyone's benefit then. Excellent. He... Yes, Devin? Before, like, as soon as any of the guards start to move, uh-huh. Devin stands up, walks towards Devil Lady, uh-huh. and gets not too close, but a little bit close, and he says, I assure you, we will meet again. She, as you approach, is doing her strange little talking in tongues, and as you get very close, she just stops, and she says, we will. And Devin just stares at her. Okay, uh, make an intimidation roll. We'll do Battle of Creepy Esper Staring. Oh, uh, I got 11. Eight. Oh. I hate myself. You can't help but break and start giggling a little bit. Would that be considered a saving throw? De- Devin nope. kind of puckers his lips a little bit, feel, feeling some sexual tension. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he removes the files and says, well, then I'm uh, glad to make your acquaintance and I wish you an excellent trip. And the security guards escort you out. And he says, please make them comfortable on their way back. And he ushers you out of the office. Anything you want to say before you go? Otherwise, you leave. Out you go. The files are gone. <laughs> <laughs> you are taking down, you're taking downstairs to the uh, uh, shipping, internal shipping area. You are put into cars. We're still manacled. Still manacled, but oh. you see your gear is put into the trunk of the cars. You are driven across town to the very important sector of something. Um, sector one, sector two. Sector one, and uh, to your hotel. And there you are let out, and as you are let out, the security chief unshackles you, unshackles Kolsch last, unshackles the rest of the group, and says, uh, well, no hard feelings. We'll be seeing you. And hands over a pistol to Devin. And then the rest of your weapons slowly one by one. <laughs> We will be seeing you. And the cars uh, drive off. Collared? No, you are not collared. Okay. Uh, Augie, while they're dismantling and taking him, can can I keep one? They take it away from you. No! And he looks at it and it's not halfway through. (laughs) You know how expensive these are? Uh, Exposed wires. (laughs) They drive off. You guys are left alone inside the lobby of the hotel. Looking a little bit beaten, not quite sure what's, what's happening. Car? No idea what rental car is, but the lobby door does open and in comes your ethics officer. Everybody smile. Kajul, <laughs> it is so good to see you again. Yes. You survived the troubles there. The, we were looking for you to try to assist you. You were looking for me. That is excellent. Yes. We wanted to make sure you were safe. Big smile. <laughs> that is good. Yes. I am here to monitor you. Yes. Delightful. We're going back to our rooms for a little extra rest. Then I will wait here. He smiles and he sits down in the lobby. <laughs> Delightful. See you soon. You guys depart. Head up to your rooms. 
Is Alyssa there? She's there. Oh my God. And she's not there. That dead. is a minor mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa the Esper, you rescued from the uh, container, is there. <clears throat> so, what did you find out? We're totally screwed. <laughs> We are leaving tomorrow, though. <laughs> oh, that's good news. Great news. Um, it's completely possible that the people who originally took you, Alyssa, are those who work for Wallace Mining. In fact, I would almost guarantee it. Why would they want you? I don't know. Would you arrest them then for kidnap? Unfortunately, we do not have the authority here on this planet and it seems they have a few things on us uh team we have 24 hours before we leave we have some incriminating evidence against us we have some incriminating evidence against them I don't want to get in the middle of this turf war and we don't know enough about what happened to Alyssa what are we going to try to do? Other than have a long rest, potentially. <laughs> that would be a good start. <laughs> um, I, should, should we check on uh, Talon? Yes. He took a couple, couple punches. He needs to learn to fight better. And we also should figure out Something happened to this chief of law enforcement. Either the Cassini or Rallis has done something to eliminate him as a neutral party. It's a lot to do for 24 hours. Huggy says, getting all curled up in PJs in the bed. <laughs> I was getting ready. A lot to do for 24 hours, and we probably really need to choose one thing based on how our luck is going right now. Um, I would like to speak to Elisa for a few minutes. Are you going to pull her aside privately? Yeah. There's a quick sidebar. <laughs> what is it? Elisa, can you explain to me um, the strengths of your Esper? My strengths tend to deal with air and ability to control some sound. I specialize in that when I teach my students. Uh, we spend sometimes in a, a natural retreat focusing on the movements of air and interacting with it. Attracting the air, repelling it, and creating sound. I may have delivered quite a blast to you when we first met. Yes, I remember. Um... So you have the ability to control, like, can you create a vacuum? I can do it for a limited time uh, in an open space. I can, I have, I can have someone uh, try and catch their breath. Uh, in this room, it would be very challenging, um, but pos possibly doable. But inside a, a spaceship, I can't. The air has to go somewhere. I can move it. I can't remove it or add it. Why? What did you have in mind? I believe that. Your being captured uh, has to do with the mining operation here and the glow that uh, is floating around. Uh, the yellow b ball things? Yes. Well, I 
What would I have to do with mining? It has to do with the airflow. They are supposedly created as some byproduct and they're filling up. Oh. Um, I believe that, uh, although I have not put all the, the clues together, your your continued incredulity at any of our suggestions is mildly, mildly irritating. But, <laughs> uh, but I am certain that it has something to do with 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 the mining operation here, which is not really a true mining o- operation for for this char three <clears throat> they are searching for something else and i think you are potentially a a key to that if there's anything simple i can do to help get us off of this planet and get me back home count me in just no i am not a a master combat esper like yourself devin <laughs> there's, there's laughter from the other room Your sidebar is like everyone's around you um, Is there any other uh, Strengths or things that uh, are particular About your Esper abilities That might help enlighten us On why you were captured I've told you everything I can about mm. my abilities Very good Okay, thank you for yes. your cooperation Devin steps back and sort of shakes his head like that was useless. Mm. Any thoughts or suggestions on what we want to do? I thought we were going to talk to the the deputy. Is it the deputy? We can go talk to Taylor. What would that really... What effect would that have for us? Only in that we were originally called to come here for some assistance. uh, At least fulfilling some part of why we were here and now being sent away. I think this ship has sailed. Not bad to try to go back and save a little bit of face, though. Not sure what we can do. What if we go talk to to Chromish? See what they know about this mining company and what's going on. Get their side of the story. I have to be careful, though. We have to be very, very careful and keep smiling. Bring your air mask. There's an old Apoki saying. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> die, 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 die! <laughs> there are seven sides to every story, and dead men cannot tell them. Are you suggesting we, we murder everyone? <laughs> Do you, I don't think we can get rid of an entire planet. <laughs> no, not to everyone. Who? The guilty. <laughs> We've seen a lot of that. <laughs> I don't think we can kill them all. We, on, we only need to neutralize the right one, and the rest will fall. Is that what you were doing back at the, uh... <laughs> 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 I was practicing. Back at the storage facility? I was practicing. <laughs> Random guard was the right hey, one. <laughs> this is the serpent's head, yes! <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> if I may, your, your sword of justice is a little too sweet. Process of elimination, literally. <laughs> we need evidence before we start taking people down. We are sadly lacking. I think we have time to do one thing. We can either try to learn the Crescini's side of the story. We can try to find out what happened to the law enforcement officer who went missing. 
where we can continue to try to find out why Rallis took Alyssa, although I believe that that will be quite difficult at this juncture. I believe we should plan some subversion. Against which party? All three of them. (laughs) And how would you suggest we do that? Aren't we supposed to be, like, trying to keep the peace? I don't think it would affect the peace. Obviously, there's already animosity between um, (coughs) at least two of the three groups, and it seems that one party is a little more powerful than the other two, but if we can unite the enemies of one, they will be stronger. And this, of course, goes... 100% 100% against why we were brought here in the first place. Yeah, we're supposed to be the good guys. We're supposed to be the good guys, and we're also supposed to follow... How do you say that without smiling? <laughs> we are also supposed to take on leads and follow trails where they may, where they may go, in spite of the reasons that we arrive in a location to begin with. So what is your suggestion? I suggest that we do talk with, with Chromish. That we tell Chromish that Rallis is planning a coup against them. I suggest we tell Talon that the uh, Crossini are about to take over his authority as law. And I suggest that we get word back to Rutledge indirectly that Talon is about to make a move on the mining company. The difficulty is that Rallis has a lot of resources and the Cassini are limited. There are 30 or 40 of them here. They could just be eliminated and that would be a mild massacre. They would not be eliminated if they are of use. But Rallis could happily just get rid of them if they become too difficult. Now there's no neutral party in place. They could say, oh, we heard tell that they were going to rise up or that if we spur or something like this, it could cause them to do this and say they had legal authority. We don't want to kill 30 to 40 people through this. I don't think Rallis would move that quickly in 24 hours. Sure, but they might do it in the next week or two. Mm. We could still be the cause. It's up to you. We can sit here for 24 hours and leave, or... There is some merit in telling the Cassini about Raylis. I believe, you know, if we do that, I mean, Ray, the um, Raylis Mining Company is far from in, at least the leader's. Director Rutledge is obviously, it seems, up to no good. Um, warning the Crissini of such things could, uh, in, in and of itself, be a good act. If we go speak to them, what is our goal? Our goal is to learn why they're here, why they remain, what their relationship with the Rallis has been, if they suspect anything, and then to give them some sort of heads up. Is there a different goal we have? Uh, I, be- I believe to some degree they there is something with the source on this planet that they um, v- view this as a holy planet at one time. Um, and I believe there is an object somewhere 
that the ray this mining company is searching for and i believe they are related to each other but that is a supposition no more i could be wrong but from what i have been observing between the Crescini and Raelis, uh, that is what I have come to believe. <clears throat> it could give us information on what Raelis is really seeking, how Elisa plays into it, um, if the Crescini are willing to give us any information. That is the most challenging part, I believe. Well, then I leave it to you to try to convince them as one of the followers of the Source. Does everybody agree we go talk to Cassini and give them a heads up at very least? Yeah. Animals don't defend themselves unless they're poked and prodded to. August changes out of his PJs. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> Does he really? Just Can we uh, take a rest first? Short or long? Long. You cannot take a long because you just took a long oh, and yeah. finished it a couple hours ago. Because it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, right? Still? Now. I'm yeah. tired. Mm-hmm. I've been through a lot. <laughs> I know you have. Uh, yeah, it's like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. So uh, you guys, we can cut, we can bring that time frame in a little bit. Uh, but like 8 p.m. is like the earliest you can gain, start to gain the benefit of a long rest and then sleep for Maybe six hours or so. we go visit the Crescini before that then. Yeah. Yeah. And just hope that we don't end up in another... If we're arrested twice in a day, then we know we're doing our job. <laughs> Ipo, please try not to stab anybody. <laughs> no usually, promises. Usually I would be telling Kolsch this, but it seems right. we've got two fires here. So you guys going to take a short rest? Uh, I have no reason, no no reason to. Rest. All right. You guys head out. You are at the lobby trying to see if there's anything like some sort of cab or service, and you see your rental vehicle is waiting for you outside. Well, do we also see our lovely ethics officer? Yes. Kajul is there. He stands up, excited as always, as soon as he sees you. Kajul, we are thrilled to see you. I am thrilled as well. You are just the person we're looking for. Pretend I am not here. Well, it's going to be As always. <laughs> as we are looking for the head of your order. His need to not be seen is countered. I can take you. Yes, that would be wonderful. Oh, we're very excited. Chromish is uh, just the most excellent person we would like to see. Uh, and you are very just... good at this, Catherine. You may still want to speak. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> just just smiles are required, Your not asking. Your is still way higher than mine. <laughs> Catherine's talking a lot, though. <laughs> You guys go out to your vehicle and hop in, and um, uh, we, Kajul sits on Kolsh's lap can again. Can we swing yeah. by the uh, place where we witnessed the Crisini uh, chanting before, please? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Or yes. Or whatever. I was asking Ipo. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're asking the Game Master. The Game Master's not driving the rental car. <laughs> exactly. The three spheres. Yes. Uh, yeah, you guys see all the major different sites. There's all the different sectors. Um, excuse me. There's the, um, the three spheres is where you're headed. 
Uh, it's a big stone spheres of different sizes. There are three of the Crescini outside. They are sitting uh, with their legs crossed in kind of a meditative stance. It's like a little park type area with some uh, fake grass and some little paths and some artificial trees. And then there's these three large stones, the smallest of which, let's say, is maybe about eight feet, and the largest is maybe 15 feet tall, and they're just perfect spheres of differentish colors, slightly different colors, but all darkish. Devin will get out of the uh, vehicle. He's going to walk around like in a wide circle around everything, kind of like outside of the sphere of influence, if you will. Um, and then kind of make it closer circuit and then closer oh, and then right. get in the middle and like really kind of spend some time investigating what these things are, um, to try and figure out like, you know, any, like any input on what they actually are, what, what, what the objects are, what the Crescini's interest in it is. All right. <sighs> make an insight roll. What? Yeah. 22. Devin, you guys watch him circle around and around and you start closing in and you feel there is a presence to the source here. That source is your magical, uh, your essence, where you get it from. There's a, a, a positive energy that's almost pulling you in. Maybe you're almost just going to circle for a while, but now you're spiraling closer. Right. You're like, oh, this feels better. This feels good than the hotel lobby. And there's an energy that these spheres are just slightly emanating that adds a centering calmness to you. And the pressures of this dome, the thousands of horrific bug monsters that are crawling all over it, the whole Rallis mining thing, all that kind of just fades and you feel more at ease as you approach. The rest of you don't feel any of this at all whatsoever. Uh, and you believe this is just a place of sanctuary and uh, relaxation that is available to the whole public though, because this is not their temple, which is a separate location. Uh, the spheres uh, are named the sanctity, the respect, and the clarity, which are not bad things, but they're not necessarily any mottos or creeds that you follow with the source. And on the transfer station, the graffiti on there was respect and sanctity. Mm -hmm. You feel uh, you uh, relaxing and meditating would certainly do your soul some good, and that's all you can glean from this place. Uh... Can I, and I can't tell where this source is actually emanating from. Is it the spheres themselves? You believe it's the spheres. And each of these spheres is named respect, sanctity, and clarity. Each Correct. one has its own. Yep. There's like a little plaque in front of each one. Okay. And where is the Crescini Temple? Crescini Temple is in a couple roads down. Is that a private place or is anybody allowed in there? It is. If it is. Can it's we like Scientology? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Crescini Celebrity Center. They, they have they have their sacred text open to a certain page facing the outside window for right. you to come up and read, but you can't go inside. Learn about yourself. Uh, Kajul, my friend, quick question for you. Big he, smile. He is trying not to look at you because he's not. Um, 
Chromish is at what location? He looks at you. He is at the temple. Excellent. Okay, very good. This is where we must go. Drive to the temple. All right. Um, as you get in, you see that Devin does look a little bit more at ease and at peace. Uh, Devin, you have gained a two psionic points you can use beyond your normal amounts, and you can use these for the next 24 hours. Because I have zero right now. Oh, great. So two is fantastic for me. And you gain a D4 meditation inspiration die for mm. use also within the next 24 hours. You feel mm. at ease. And then the vehicle goes, <laughs> screeches <laughs> off. And you lose your inspiration. <laughs> you guys are driving to the temple. You are outside. You see that there is a bunch of police barrier type uh uh, fencing that's been placed and there are two Crescini that are standing outside. There are no protesters in sight. Uh, it's getting close to noon, but you know earlier this morning there was a, a, a protest that had some chaos, but there's nothing there. And you guys get out and um, Kajul is again not taking any lead whatsoever. He's just watching each of you. Devin will start walking towards the temple. Okay. One of the Crescini <laughs> steps into your way. It would be great if you did not enter our temple. Our ethics officer here, Kajul, can explain to you that we must see Chromish uh, on a very important business. They look at him, he nods with a smile, and Devin, still make a persuasion with advantage, please. Uh, persuasion 16. 16. <clears throat> That is most excellent. Yes, come in. And he steps aside and they part the doors open. Respect, sanctity, clarity. He goes, <laughs> he goes inside. <laughs> the rest of you are following or leaving him alone? Oh, uh, following. following. All right. Um, you go inside. Kipo so. <laughs> uh, and Augie, um, you can see something about the temple. Make perception rolls and you might glean some information. Sixteen. Evo? Seven. All right. Evo, you blunder right into the temple. Augie, however, you see just before you go in, uh, you're the last one in, you see that there is a vehicle that is parked outside, not some distance away, that has been following you for the last few streets. A civilian vehicle? Yep. And you go inside. It doesn't say Rallis is here. (laughs) Who's in front of me? Rallis Mining Company. You're the last one in. You turn around and you look, you see that, and as you turn back to your friends to say something, they're all inside this temple. Oh, I quickly bound up the stairs. All right. Scrambling after. Uh, Into the temple. The temple itself is a uh, a cross situation of little antechambers, cross-like antechamber or X or plus-shaped antechambers, and in the center is a sphere of stone that hovers slightly above the ground and rotates slowly. You cannot tell by what force it is rotating in the air. I'm gonna guess the source. Probably correct. <laughs> <laughs> and there are uh, small seats of uncomfortable spheres that are around there. Think of them like those those red spheres outside Target, if you've ever seen those, those stone. <laughs> 
Like you can sit on it, but you can't get comfortable and your butt's sore after just a little bit of time. There's a whole bunch of those and there's a few Cressini there. There are several that appear to be wounded and bandaged up a bit. And there is some uh, light mystical sound that emanates. It almost seems oral, but you don't see anyone chanting at all. You're not sure where it's coming from. And that kind of, that does not fade and everyone's attention turns to you guys as you enter. And they all seem to be alarmed. And you see Chromish is there. He was the initial leader guy who met you at the dock. He looks just like all the others because I'm racist towards the Cassini. And he <laughs> stands up and strides over. He's got that long slitted skirt type thing. Then his little feet go and he comes over and he's tall. He's got this weird flanged hat and he has his smile. Why do you enter our temple on such a terrible, terrible day? He says with a smile. <laughs> and a tear. <laughs> Respect, sanctity, clarity, friend Chromish. We he would nods. like to speak to you privately about uh, certain matters that are of import to the uh, Grisini. I've heard much of these Devon sidebars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have Everyone crowds around again. <laughs> And you uh, go and... No, as in, like, like I meant, like, our group. Your group, okay. Yeah. Sure. He and your ethics officer mm -hmm. and your group go to one okay. of the uh, side chambers. Okay. Where it echoes loudly that everyone can... No, I'm <laughs> It is wonderful to see you, and although we know you've had sad times, we hope to help. Is there anyone in particular that is wounded that we could aid... He says, Kajul, you are excused for now. And Kajul looks confused. You have frowned, Kajul. <laughs> <laughs> and Kajul walks away to the other side of the temple and Chromish lowers his smile. Ooh. Disarms his weapon of smile and puts in holsters his smile. We have suffered much today. My people have been attacked and beaten. That we've heard and seen, do you know what caused this? Is there an underlying root that you expect to, that it created this problem for you? Thugs from workers and bullies were outside all morning, causing trouble. Where have those thugs and bullies gone now? With a big toothy-ass grin. <laughs> <laughs> they scattered not long after. They've, I've, put two of my people outside the door and no one else has tried to come in. It's been an hour or so since we've last seen any non-Crissini outside. Oh, there was a vehicle out front. I saw it before I came in. They would, might want to see that. I look sharply at Augie. What? It was out of place. I... It was easily to see. I'm sad to have missed it. We will keep our eyes on it. And then I'll look back at Chromish and say, is this the first time one of these these riots has happened? This is the first, yes. Chromish, uh, um, you know we are members of the Prophets? I have heard that. I'm not fully aware of what that means. Ippo asks if he can be excused. <laughs> he does not want that to happen. We will continue our conversation here. 
Um, we as prophets, we are a ancient order of, uh, you may call us guardians of many things, including order and peace. And this and righteousness. En entire galaxy? Please listen to one moment. <laughs> <laughs> For yes, the entire galaxy. Um, you know, we have formerly stretched far into the galaxy. We have somewhat waned recently, but we still uh, seek these things, uh, which were benefit to the Crisini. Uh, I believe, what do you... I have a couple questions that will help make things more clear if you would answer them honestly. What do you know of the Raelish mining operation here? They are a plague upon this world and have always been. And what do you believe that they truly seek? Profit above all else. <clears throat> are there any windows in this room? <laughs> are you going to jump out one? There is a I'm window. So sick of this. Yes. <laughs> just wants to go stand by the window and just okay. watch outside. Okay. Is, is there a fire suppression? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do the Crisini consider this planet holy? It has been a retreat for us for many, many years. It has been our place to come from our homeworld here to reconnect to the source. When the mining operation came in, it became less of a connection to the source. It became less, became harder to draw people here. And it's totally unfair as this has always been our place. Yes. Uh, I believe that the Crisini may have some right to to this. Um, why that does not quite answer the question, though. Um, what do you think? Uh, why is this planet actually holy? Uh, I have been to the spheres, and I could detect the source and the strength from there. Uh, I know that this place has something special about it. And I know the Crisini know more than what you are stating. Stories of old say that the Crisinis found a beauty to this place before the mining, before the glow, before the dome, before the creatures outside. They found a beauty to this place and found it calming and a place for serenity and respect and meditation. I believe any effects that you can sense and uh, touch within your reality is a byproduct of what we have brought here ourselves. Our, 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 our work, our effort, and our love for this world have given it its strength. And the fewer we are, the weaker the world grows. We do not believe in esper powers and other silliness which is showy tricks that taint the true meaning of the source he says a little yeah Devin, little Devin his eyes a little bit at that like oh you want to have a debate on the source do you let me show you some esper powers bitch <laughs> we and miss <laughs> We do not believe in any of that frivolity. We focus more on calming ourselves, and in so we believe we have enriched the planet. Does that make any sense at all to Devin, that that, 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 that could have actually caused, like, the 
the power of the source on the planet. You haven't heard of it before, but it doesn't seem totally out of the realm of possibility. Okay. Ebo pulls out his binoculars to continue looking around. All right. (laughs) There seems to have been an infestation of bugs. Were these, have these always been here since your people have been here? Or has that been just in the recent years? There have been uh, bugs recorded in the old stories, but they were places that you would just stay clear of. The great heroes of old would go and slay one or a story of a Crescini maiden running from a beast and it was in one area that was all known and those landmarks are now long gone and now the beasts are everywhere. Everywhere. Does it seem that they're drawn to whatever Rallis is mining? I would not say that, but uh, the frequency has dramatically increased over the last 16, 17 years since Rallis Mining has been here. After the massacre 15 years ago, things have only gotten worse, and now they're ever-present. Ebo's ears perk up. (laughs) Massacre? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) You said massacre. There was an incident many years ago that we are not quite proud of where my superiors and my ancestors and to be honest a young Chromish myself decided to take a stand against this new mining operation and then they were essentially invading our our new home and Several of them were hurt, several were even slain, and that created a new a new government, new system set up here that was able to represent everyone, and our efforts to take back our home backfired, and we became equal part. That when you began to smile all the time. No, that was that we smiled when we killed him. Uh, no, happiness has always been a part of the Cassini, the the true following of the source. Devin tries not to roll his eyes. And when you, uh, when people have three strikes and they're out, uh, it seems that they've been brought to one of the stations above the planet. Yes, they are immediately removed to a. Transfer the transfer station that is above, and then the next outgoing ship they are removed. There have been a few exceptions. There are some Crescini at uh, Fayek 1 that you can uh, talk with to try and get new papers and show that you've changed your ways, and that does happen from time to time, and people can return back to the community. Most are miscreants, and they are gone. I don't believe... Wait, Fayek 1... We haven't been to Fayek 1, have we? No. Okay, never mind. It seems that Fayek 4, we found a dead person who perhaps was ejected by you. On the transfer station. On the transfer station. Yeah, you guys are on Fayek 4. Yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, On the transfer station, and it seems that somebody was murdered. Does that seem like something that your people would do? The transfer station currently has no power, no air, no occupants. Uh, and the last person you sent there, Mershk, from the Trident's Gullet, perished because of your actions. And there is much graffiti pointing 
toward, toward the Cassini. That is currently in orbit and the situation in orbit? Yes. Which we wanted to speak to you of before, but uh, we found very difficult based on your attitude towards us. Are you able to maintain a secret ab- about certain things? We are the prophets. That should go without saying. <laughs> then I will immediately cease all teleportation up to the transfer station. <laughs> <laughs> to the teleportation station. <laughs> we cannot have anyone being sent up there then until we have word that there is an atmosphere to breathe at the very least. Uh, Augie shows him a status update of the station itself. Okay. Oxygen shows power, but no no way of getting air. Who's in charge of the transfer station? The a, a third party that keeps things fair between the Cressini and the mining operation. It's not, it's not, it's, there's one or two people there at any one time. Will you notify them of, of the current status of that station? If, yes, if you have not told anyone else, I certainly will. And, uh, can you also keep a secret? Of course. (laughs) I know the powers are just tricks. (laughs) I will open the can of peanuts. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the director Rutledge, I am sure you are familiar. Very much. What is your relationship with him? We are contemporaries. We are allies in keeping this world and dome over our heads and the people safe. And we are enemies with opposite goals us to respect uh, ourselves and gain closer connection to the source and them to tear apart the planet for their profits and enemies would be a good way to put it he is currently uh, working very much against the Cressini Uh, I believe that the uh, riots were basically fabricated by Radish Mining company, Director Rutledge, perhaps personally. Uh, and they believe that the, likely the transfer station was set up by them as well. They are not uh, mining for Char 3. They are, we have found in their warehouse that is supposedly connected to the Char. Uh, there is nothing there. Uh, they are seeking something else, and I believe it has to do perhaps with what you. I've believed to be holy, but that is a supposition. Perhaps I am wrong on that. You do not maybe follow the same belief. I can only assure you that we do not enjoy the government. We do not enjoy Aralis mining. We do not enjoy the laws that have been enforced upon us, but we follow them very strictly. Our own laws and the laws from the triumvirate here on this dome world. So we have no interest in disabling any transfer station or causing Uh, and I do not believe you have but it seems as though you've been set up to you are going to look more violent than you are for what Raelish is working directly against you to do these things then we will stay true to our beliefs we will show them the power of faith and the our triumvirate will continue to keep the peace there is no triumvirate that's not possible I am a member of it one of your members is missing. Whom? 
the chief of police. Yes. Oh, yes. His duties have fallen upon his next in command, and Junior Officer Talon is now the... He's a very... I do not like to use the words weak-willed, but in this it may suit. I'm uh, sure you are familiar with that term. Hmm. Does Talon know that he is he a member of the triumphant now? Yes, he does. And have there been any issues or votes since that time? There have been a few... Uh, minor issues about uh, access to different areas, but nothing major, and he has cast a vote, and it's been unanimous since he's been a part of it. All three have been voting agreeably. It's been very agreeable the last few months. I suspect, though, that will change quite soon. Do you know when we could expect the next shuttle launch? Off of the Dome World? Yes. I, I don't know that. Well, it sounds as though you're in a lot of trouble. We're going to do what we can to help, but we can't make any guarantees. There's a huge international corporation working against you. Who is less scruples and obligation to follow the rules of the triumvirate than you do. Then what will you do? Uh, you say you are guardians. How will you guard? <clears throat> Quite honestly, the best thing I can do is recommend that you save your people. You may not be saving this holy place, and for that I am regretful. But your people are probably most important. I believe that with us leaving in the next 24 hours to tell your tale and to try to get help, we can't guarantee your safety. And these forces are working against you. I will stay here as long as the triumvirate, 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 triumvirate. Sure. Sure. Is <laughs> backed by the Nova Alliance. The moment that is not the case, then I agree. Then we must leave. While I know you may not respect Devin right. and what he does with... <laughs> You're the same powers and the same source. Hmm. <laughs> the same source. Uh, it would be um, appreciated if you could show us, give us something to show some sort of goodwill. We can bring it back to our people and uh, say that you have uh, provided us something that we can use to try to help while we aren't nearby. What would that? You have some sort of symbol you can provide us with? A symbol of our faith? Of our people? Yes, and we can say that you've worked with us while Rallis worked against, but um, right now we are given information from you and we're given information from them, and while we can make some suppositions, it would just be appreciated if you could show us some something of goodwill that we could provide to our... As you may know, he says, pointing to Dev, uh, those of the source are always fans of connection, the truth, and the arts, and we are good fans of this. And he hands over a symbol, and it is not a symbol, it's actually a pan flute. Super pumped about it. Take this. They call me Zamvir. (laughs) 
thank you. We will provide this as a flute of good faith. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be the episode name. <laughs> Epo, outside the window with your binoculars, you see there is a car parked on the other side of the street. There are two people in it, and one of them has binoculars looking at you. <laughs> Just got awkward real fast. Epo <laughs> still holding the binoculars with one hand, just takes his other hand and just <laughs> raises a middle finger toward toward the other binocular fellow. So you head out of the temple and on your way out, the ethics officer, Kajul, starts to follow you, and Chromush says, Kajul, a moment please. And he comes over, and as you guys leave and look over your shoulders, you can just see a crestfallen Kajul slump down. Does he get a little... <laughs> <laughs> he looks back over at you guys as you disappear, sadly, no longer joining your groove. Aww. You are Kajul. free! <laughs> Kajul disappears. <laughs> Oops. It's never there. Um, as we're walking, I guess, back to our car. Yes. Epo, um, we want to go visit our... Our, our friends? Well, Ippo has made a couple connections in his little brain of his. Oh, God. Mm, Is he going to stab somebody? <laughs> <laughs> he goes up to the He did promise. Stab some people. The flow chart in Evo's mind always ends to stabbing. <laughs> Devin, did you not hear that uh, noon tomorrow there would be a launch? When we are being taken in custody. Yes, that is when our shuttle would, would When we were in the car and they were talking about launching. He was not in the car with you. He was not, that's right. I don't think we were in that car. <laughs> this side of the table. But did, You three were in that side oh, of the car. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you're good. What is this about a launch? <laughs> Devin, so we heard about a launch. All right, let me phrase Yes, that. can you start at the beginning, please? <laughs> Um, Rutledge, <laughs> Rutledge says we have 24 hours here. That puts it approximately at noon tomorrow. They were also con- talking about a launch at noon tomorrow before we even got to the office and spoke with Rutledge. I don't believe that he is expediting repairs on the shuttle for us. I believe he has alter- an ulterior reason, and he's going to put us on the shuttle to eliminate us, not get us back home. He does seem like that kind of person that would do such a thing, yes? I believe we should go now to the hangar and check on the shuttle. That would, uh... Am I there? Yeah. Yeah, you're there. You guys okay. are all cl- climbing <laughs> well, into the car. talking to Devin. Um, and I'll say, that's a good point. I think going to see where the shuttle is would be useful. Augie, mm-hmm. how connected into a system do you need to be to delete some videos? Where would we need to get you in order to get access? His private files. His laptop. That seems hard. (laughs) I didn't say it would be easy. You just asked where (laughs) I would go. And he wouldn't keep anything like that far from him. Do we think he'd bring it home with him? I wouldn't. Bummer. Go along, Ebo. What were you saying? I was saying I believe we need to 
take a look at what's happening at the repairs happening on the shuttle. Devin's nodding. Yes, that would make sense to me. Uh, it is definitely suspicious uh, what you heard and what we now know. Seems like they do like to send people up to die in space. Let's try to avoid that. I, I would like that as well, yes. You guys climb into the car and drive off towards the dock area. Mm-hmm. And Kolsch, you feel like there's just something missing from this whole drive. You feel a little <laughs> less pressure <laughs> around your... I was the one sitting on him. I'm... Oh, was it that way? All right, then you feel a lot better. I thought it was the other way around. Okay. Yeah, the, sheet, the, the, the seat is just not as cushy. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and you guys drive off. You arrive at the mini little spaceports. You hit five or six of these glow flattened disc-like shapes and bounce them out of the way. And you come to a stop and get out and go to the dock. You can see the shuttle is being worked on by several dock personnel in their um, uh, uh, jumps, jumpsuits, mm-hmm. uh, and then there are also several guys in Rallis mining uh, uh, uniforms that are also technicians, and they're working on it too. There's a whole bunch of people welding, and there's sparks flying, and there's attachments, and they're making sure everything's secure, and they're arguing, no, check the oxygen again, and there's a lot of effort being put on the shuttle. Make sure there's no oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Purge all oxygen. <laughs> is, uh, is, uh, Longdong, uh, Sherwood there? No, he doesn't have an office here. He was just there for the, for oh. the day. Uh, he's part of the mining... Augie, with an understanding of why we're here, just pops out and starts checking work. Okay. <laughs> Going around to different, picking up clipboards and checking them out, seeing what they're doing, examining the work, and then moving. One around. of the dock worker maintenance guys says, Hey, what are you doing here? Back off. Yeah. I start looking at the. The uh, clipboard even closer, just okay. kind of checking. It. Cool. Uh, <laughs> walks on. up behind Augie and looks menacing. Make an intimidation roll. Is this to intimidate Augie? No. I'm already uh, intimidated. Fourteen. Fourteen. You look pretty intimidating. And he, uh, the maintenance guy, looks a little pissed off and walks over to his supervisor, but a Rallis mining guy joins that little trio of a conversation. The Rallis guy points at you, and then they all just leave you alone. Before that happens, can I have walked away a little distance, some distance, and start talking to just a random dock worker? Sure. And say... Oh, hey, so is this the, we heard there's a launch going tomorrow. Is this the launch or is there two going on? Uh, no, there's a launch that's going on tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but- where we can, I still think we would, we're going to need uh, about a day and a half to get it done, but we got some more help this morning. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just arrived. Is Are they launching just the shuttle or are they going to be launching something else too? No, this is the one. We've got a, a backup that's going to be coming from FIAC 1, but that won't be here for a couple of days, I Hey! He pushes past you and walks over to Epo. Where were you last night? (laughs) (laughs) You said we were going to meet for drinks. I waited there like an hour. Oh, you stood up your date. Uh, I was not able to find the soggy beard. This isn't a big dome. I'm 
I'm not familiar. I'm I'm new here. It was a rough day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well. <laughs> well, get back to work. <laughs> God, he wins <laughs> Next time, swipe left. <laughs> don't, try, don't try and be nice in the beginning and then ghost him later. <laughs> That's it? Just go back to work? I'll help you. How? What are we working on today? I, we don't need your help. And he goes back to work. Nice friends you got, lady, as he walks past you, Catherine. I just shrug. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, at least he didn't stab you. <laughs> <laughs> that was the idea. Lucky ones. Uh, Augie, you are snooping around. You may make a mechanics roll, or do you want to really annoy these people and get in the way and be in every nook and cranny? I kind of want to really annoy, and I'm I'm using my underfoot ability. Okay, where you can easily where I can get take underfoot. Their space. Okay, <laughs> make it with advantage. Mechanics with advantage, please. Advantage. Advantage. Twenty-three. You spend some time looking around. You've been able to ascertain that the Rallis mining engineers have been here just about an hour and a half or so, helping out. They've just arrived, and you see so far. Nothing nefarious going on with the shuttle and the work you believe uh, is working as planned and should be able to take off early, now probably mid to late morning tomorrow at the rate they're going. Uh, are you still walking around? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, on your feet, on your heels. Uh, Augie is talking to Kolsch privately away from not being under someone at the time he does. Everything seems to be going smoothly, too smoothly. At this, they 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 break the curve as to repairs. I agree. Doing exceptional work. In, in all the material you read, did you happen to see who who's going to be piloting this launch? Had I seen anything like? No pilot has been assigned yet. No pilot yet. Catherine and Devin, you two, whoosh, may make perception rolls before I tell you anything. Hmm. Can I add this before, or do I? You have to do it ahead of time. Your inspiration uh, bonus. Use my D four inspiration. Nope. I see nothing with my eight, with my seven. Uh, seventeen. Ooh. Catherine, you notice nothing. Devin, you feel the ground shake for a moment. And you, would you roll 17? Yeah. That's pretty darn good. Feel the ground shake. You listen, you feel, you try and sense around you a little bit, and you believe it was a distant explosion and not a small one. I believe that uh, I just sensed a explosion and not a small one. <laughs> Can you Somewhere, tell which direction it came from? Can I tell which direction it came from? You cannot. It, uh, I cannot. I just felt the ground shake through my esper sense. We should go check on Augusta. Augie, you can see. You didn't sense anything, but you see some a couple of the maintenance guys are like, was that you? No. We check the struts again. That's weird. A couple thoughts. Um, perhaps if Augie were very creative, and I put this over comms, um, the... Uh, shuttle could be forced to delay the launch due to not being ready, due to, I don't know, some chewed wires or some such nonsense. <laughs> flat, flat tire. Don't be racist. 
My ancestors chewed <laughs> wires. Very well, some cut wires or something of that cut nature. Wires. And also, uh, Jim Talon might uh, have some legal authority over whether we stay or not as well. Is he, he has legal authority, yes. However, we have a gentleman's agreement with Mr. Rutledge that we will be leaving the planet tomorrow in exchange mm-hmm. for him not dispelling information. Such is true. I also don't think uh, junior officer is going to be too pleased with us or want to help us. Also, perhaps He didn't true. get his ass beat because of us. Mm-hmm. True. I can almost guarantee that we are being watched and recorded now. Oh, we are. Ebo <laughs> <Ipo, laughs> just, just upshoots two, two fingers. My double guns is. flipping out. My meaning being that if anything does happen to the shuttle, he will most certainly blame us, and we could not risk any kind of issue with the prophets and the citadel. It does look questionable. However... If more, uh, if a staff member were more uh, friendly to our cause, they could certainly act on their own. Can Ipo, you're shuttle. going to have to jump on a grenade here. Can Ipo? Can Ipo <laughs> determine kind of who is the the lead? You can. Lead? Uh, the maintenance guys yep. going on. Yeah, you can see there is a guy, and he is currently uh, walking over to the small little dock dock master's office in a hurry, and he's talking on a radio. Okay. Um, he's also the guy you stood up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. All right. Okay. All right. Your Tinder date. Uh-huh. Epo, um, it's not a Tinder date. It's a grinder date. Okay. So I have a question about the recording unit that I possess. Yes. Uh, how big is it? It's like boombox size. Really? No. <laughs> it says secret on the boombox. Uh, no, it's maybe uh, like a, a slightly longer USB, something okay. you can... Oh, hide in your hand if necessary uh-huh. um and is it does it record live or is it like something where it would record and then i would have to go play it back or it's, can it can it like transmit live as it's recording it's only record it doesn't transmit. okay okay uh that technology okay. doesn't exist. No, no, no. yeah apparently there's not. there's plot related gaps <laughs> in the technology <laughs> of this galaxy uh all right i'm still i'm still gonna go through with this um ipo Runs. What was this guy's name? I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah. Apple goes to chase down uh, Mr. Maintenance guy. Mr. Lead mechanic. Okay. Uh, you go and you has... find him in the uh, in the the, the dock master's office. He's the door is open. He's on a radio, and he says, "Yeah, okay. Well, we'll send some people if you need us." Um. And he turns around and sees you there. Yes, ma'am. What do you need? <laughs> I have no gender. I'm, I'm, I go by sir. That's my chosen pronoun. Oh. <laughs> what do you need? I apologize, and I, I should not have been so, so rude. In my culture, we, we have very little room for, for, uh. Just one second. He moves very close to you at the door. He puts his head very close to your ear and he says 
Mike, there's been an explosion over at the mining operations. You need to get over there. Your people need you. Epo, like, is <laughs> <laughs> reeling a bit from that in his large ear. He steps back. What are we saying now, sir? Um, that 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 was really loud. My ears are quite sensitive, and I and Epo kind of stumbles into the guy and uh, slips this recording device into one of his pockets. Oh, you might be able to do such a thing. <laughs> Is that a recording device or are you just might. happy to see me? <laughs> be able to do such a thing. Um, we have a pickpocket skill. We have a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand is exactly what we want. Uh, 16. Uh, make it with advantage, by the way. You might be able to pull off something bigger. Uh, 15. 16 is 16, 16 it is. Uh, you easily get it in there, and you don't think it's going to come out anytime soon. What am I saying? Yep. Giggity. <laughs> Giggity. Um, please, please try and refrain from yelling in my ear again, sir. Uh, I would like to make it up for Until to you. Uh, can, can, we, can we have that drink tonight? <laughs> make <laughs> a persuasion roll. No, I need to get my recording device. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> There's any empathy for Vivo. Persuasion? <laughs> Please. Advantage? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> Here we go. Ah, oh, seven. That's not happening. Screw you. You already stood me up. Kiss him. Kiss him. Kiss him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I grab his hand. All right. He seems confused. Please. So am I. <laughs> I'm not good at this thing of making friends. Can you give me another chance? Oh, oh. He does not like being disrespected by being stood up, but the power of boners is strong. <laughs> Make a persuasion roll. With advantage, please. Two party. <laughs> Uh, 16. 16. He says, all right. Wait, no, that's a 19. 19? All, all right. <laughs> all right. He says, what's your hotel? You're at the hotel, what room number? Oh, that is forward. Yes. Yes, uh, a room, and I tell him whatever room we are in. All right. <laughs> oh, he's going to get, like, he's going to be happy when he walks in there. He's going to be ambushed. Elise is there. What the, the hell? Of, the rest Boom. of us are getting another room. <laughs> I haven't told you guys what's happening. Oh I thought it was just drinks. <laughs> Didn't. Your palms are still on. <laughs> <laughs> all listening through that on max device. gain everyone's paying attention <laughs> all right i'll i'll meet you at nine it's not a bad episode name Very too good. i i look forward to this your comms are still on <laughs> i'll see you then he I, uh, I give his hand a little squeeze all right he squeezes away. back pats you on the shoulder a little rubs you a little bit of the shoulders he walks past you to deal with some more maintenance stuff Does mike run by trying to take care of the explosion Mike whom? You the guy Mike. who he... You go deal with explosion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, that guy, yeah. I'm going to stop him briefly and say, what's happening? Yeah, my name's definitely Mike. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. It's Mike definitely. Mike, but... what's happening? He's on the radio, and he says, all right, stand by. He says, there's uh, been uh, a bomb that just went off. A bomb? At the mine. That's crazy. While he's doing this, this is a bomb versus just an explosion. The Apparently, bomb. there's some sort of security footage. 
that's um, convenient that it's already. Does he seem to have like a data pad or yeah. a phone on him? Be holding it. Yes. Oh my gosh! Can you can you show me? You know, I, I'm really worried about the people in there. Show you the explosion. You said you've got a video. Uh, I know they told me they have video. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I didn't. Sorry. I, didn't I, was, I was gonna try to take it, but if he's holding oh, it, it yeah. makes it a little bit harder. Nope. All right. Well, good luck out there. Can Augie pipe in a feed remote from another location to a video stuff? A video, yeah. Um, no, not easily. You don't have any access to the network camera. Out access here. to the network. Okay. Right. Bye. Sorry. All right. Good luck. What are you guys up to? Uh, I think we need to go check on Alyssa. What time well, the is explosion it? was at the it's mine. Noon. I know. Maybe. Do we know? I that? think we still need to go check you on think Alyssa. She blew it up. <laughs> no. She's just by herself. Okay, that's fair. And yeah. she was... You know it's at the mine? That's what they said. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know, these random NPCs are to be believed. <laughs> <laughs> NTT. Right. True, 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 true. I feel, like, I feel like this could easily be a time that we could try to get back in and get those videos, but that would be definitely a trap. So, let's go check on Alyssa. Epo. Did you hear correctly that the launch was tomorrow at noon, or was it today at noon? Uh, 97 and a half percent sure it was tomorrow at noon. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Rocket takes off. <laughs> Do you believe, Kosh, that it was today that you heard? <laughs> Catherine, I do not, I do not recall. I was, uh... Uh, a little distressed with not yeah. being able to talk. Catherine and, uh, definitely thought that happened in the other thing, so did not pay attention at all. <laughs> Will our listeners call in and tell us, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What time is it right now? It noon. <clears throat> it's noon? It is. Which is why sounds, I asked. Uh-huh. It sounds pretty suspicious. Um, if you thought yeah. it was today, I didn't, I just... they could be planting some sort of false evidence against themselves, which seems oh. par for the course of the moment. To, it's going to be blamed on the Cressini. Indeed. To Augie, does this seem like the shuttle's ready to go now, or it no. still needs time? The, Maybe they're launching their planet. Mid to late morning tomorrow, if if they do well. It's not this shuttle. Not this shuttle's sure. not ready to go. I'm not even sure they said noon for our shuttle. This shuttle is not it. They said 24 hours, which I was extrapolating it's is about, 10 it's about noon. Think. Noon-ish. Sounds like maybe this bomb. Well, it was very smart. It's just so smart that that probably is what happened. Thanks, boss. So, uh, what do we do now? The bomb is a distraction. I don't think we're going to be welcomed with open arms at the mine. We couldn't have asked for a better time if that was something we wanted to do, is to get rid of the video. Just, it seems like such an obvious thing, though, that somebody might try to lure us in in such a way and then hurt us. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like we're just going to be able to traipse into Director Ruffledge's office uh, without... Mm-hmm. Unless there's some sort of remote way, Augie, that you think you can get in. I don't think it's a great idea. It's just an idea that is fraught with problems. I mean, I mean, let's just hope they don't have a cloud. The original scenario do that I presented... Do you think there's a cloud? Do you think that's what the big glow things do? <laughs> oh my god, the it's glow is actually a cloud! <laughs> Can you try to tap into one of them? 
I'm so interested in these things. <laughs> the rain smells like urine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm off the rails on these. We've totally, we've totally lost Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine's very looking up, very curious, and with her very low computers rolls, was like, it must be this. This is the cloud in a very oh. physical form. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I think you're, I think Kolsch is correct. But what do we do about it? They're, we're, they're not going to let us into the mine. It has never stopped us before. We've also nearly gotten killed quite a lot we need in the to, last week or two. Our comps are connected to, uh, to Taylor, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's on Zero Channel timeline, 1. Everybody's yep. life expectancy. Epo switches from, from Smooth Jazz 2 to Secret Channel 1. Okay. Taylor, Taylor, this is Epo, Eponymy Vathis of the Prophets. How do, how do you hear me? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Where are idea. you? Where are you? We are on our way in route to- You said that the last time you talked to me! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we, we are on our way in route to what uh, seems to be a, a, a bomb explosion in one of the mines. Are you, will you meet us there? <laughs> <laughs> You're just <laughs> I'd love to, but I'm in a med bay right now because of you guys! We can come help if that's necessary. Tell them that. Is the med bay on the way to the mines? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pick you up. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Uh, then it seems to me you must uh, give us authority as deputies to act on your behalf. <laughs> I can't give you authority, but go go see whatever you need to see and let me know. Well, there's radio emergency stuff coming over and they're sending med people down there to help out. That's all I've been able to figure out so far. But I got a busted leg and I got a twisted wrist. You were supposed to be there. Can you send word to Rutledge that we will be arriving in- I'm not talking to Rutledge for you. Uh, well, as the authority on this on this planet, Click. this dome. Oh. Oh. The only thing that we can really hope to do is- He's pressing it for the morphine. <laughs> 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 if we go to try to figure out what happened, the best thing we can do is say that we were there to um, confirm the atrocities of the Cassini. Uh, well, we could say we are assisting as prophets to attempt to alleviate uh, the pain and suffering of such bomb explosions. That's also that possible. Create. I would be closer to a remote network there, too. Let's go. Let's see if we get arrested a second time today. All right. Let's try not to have that happen again. Yeah, uh, anything that we can do to get away quickly and not stab people would be preferred. Ebo just kind of looks down a tiny bit. <laughs> a small amount of shame. <laughs> That's about me, isn't it? <laughs> no shame, just disappointment. <laughs> no more collars. Yeah, Kolsch doesn't like to be collared. Especially there's a little bell attached. <laughs> <laughs> His stealth rolls are a disadvantage when there's a bell attached yeah. to a color. Oh my god. You guys get in your rented truck and speed away. And you drive past again a bunch of these glow globs that are getting blown by some of the artificial fan type things. And you're able to make your way quickly. Augie, you had something. Uh, checking to see if uh, the vehicle that had followed before is still following. 
Uh, it is. It is. Yes. That vehicle's still following us. It's not a very good tale. I think that's going to keep happening. I think the best chance we have of getting away. I think they're trying to be discreet. Can yeah, you lose it? I mean, we're, no. I we're literally we driving to a place where all of them are. <laughs> I'm not really sure being discreet is the idea. Fair. We could talk to them, see who they are. Uh, Pretty sure we know who they are, but the old banana and the tailpipe trick. <laughs> the old driving. banana and the tailpipe trick. Maybe once Murphy. we get there, we have a way to give them a flat or something if on the way we'll out. I could put a hole in the car. <laughs> that's the best I can do. All right. I can put a hole in their chins. Oh, that's no. We talked about. We uh, mentioned yeah. that perhaps we don't do that, Epo. Right. <laughs> You arrive at the mine. You were able to find it easily without any real directions due to the smoke that's rising uh, out of some damage. What the sector is the mine in? Mine sector is not a sector you've been to, I believe. Bum, 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 bum. Eight. Oh, deep. Uh, yes, eight. Do these circles go, I mean, do these sectors go in a circle and a ring around the dome. I like that idea. Well, it wasn't my original thing, but I like the idea because that keeps the star pour right in the center, generally speaking. So let's make that happen. Okay. That changes things slightly time-wise for me, but okay, yeah, that works. Uh, okay, you pull up to the mine. The mine is a... All the way around right. instead of going a short <laughs> way. Yeah. Right. It's a large factory, almost refinery-looking building that's got pipes and vents and lots of uh, greasy transportation vehicles, gas-related uh, haulers next to it. There's a lot of commotion. There's several emergency vehicles here. Uh, none of them police, I guess. Uh, all medical. Uh, there's like three or four. There are several medical gurneys that are being taken out with some people that are strapped to them that are hurt and wounded. You can see a little bit of blood. There's a, a section of this a refinery type section, which you believe is where the mine goes down into, has been exploded. There's a huge blast section. There's twisted steel. There's smoke coming out. There's electrical sparking, sparking. There's some fires that are still being put out, which they're mostly focused on. You see there's some a bunch of Rallis workers that are being escorted out of the mine. They're coming out the main entrance. Uh, your, uh, your buddy Luke Sherwood you met at the dock long ago. He's out here trying to coordinate things. There's Rallis security here. Um, yeah, it's a lot of chaos going on right now. I'm going to pop out and find the nearest looking person that looks like they got exploded a little. Okay. And um, dramatically and clearly do a medicine check and try to stabilize them. Okay. Cultural assist. Just to really, it's just to show that we're super helpful. All right. Uh. You're smiling at any cameras that are in the area. <laughs> oh, Oh, let's, we must save this man. <laughs> Kolsch, put your hand here and it's like a huge gaping wound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a medicine roll for overall medicinary performance. Uh, August. Ooh, uh, natural 20. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody's better. Uh, you, you find a guy that seems to be within your wheelhouse to be able to stabilize a little bit and help. And then as you look at him, he starts going to, cardiac arrest he's just totally crashing 
the medic who's uh, pushing him is some junior medic who has no, oh my God, I need help here. And you're able to break out some cool sci-fi hover shocking paddles <laughs> and, <laughs> and apply them and you resuscitate contact. him and he's still unconscious and you're like, Breathe, damn it, from Abyss, and you start slapping him. Breathe, breathe. You start pouncing. Everyone says, get off of him. No, he's dead. And you say, no. And you pound again, and dramatically, he Not takes a- lose another one. <laughs> he takes a big breath, and there's clapping from several people. And I, just, I, I take I some deep happy. breaths, and I, I put my hand on his chest and say, you'll be okay now. <laughs> Prophets, we're here to help. And everyone, see, there's like a dozen people that are totally impressed. Let's um, run into the mine. Yeah, wh <laughs> what about this guy right here? And there's a guy who's missing a leg. Oh, my God, help me! Yeah, that, that guy, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I only have so many to go around. <laughs> she puts her band-aids away. <laughs> I didn't bring any extra legs. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go up to Luke and say, Luke, it looks like all of these people are injured. What happened here? <laughs> Is this a soap opera I stumbled into? Did I get blasted gonna, into Telemundo? I'm gonna like wipe my head and blood will go across my forehead. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Daddy, it's back a little. <laughs> you're, you're making us look bad. He's uh, got some sudden stuff over his face. He looks like he's been very busy and he says, that was pretty impressive. Well, you know, we always want to help wherever we go. What happened here? How else can we help? It's like a commercial for the prophets. <laughs> Would you like to know more? In that area. <laughs> he says, uh, you can uh, help make sure everyone's coming out of the mine. I could use someone to uh, take a look at the structural integrity of the damaged spot over there. And we've got some wounded that need tending to. Absolutely. Augie, oh. can you go take a look at this mine and see if there's anything amiss? Ipo heads in as well. The okay. There's a large hole. <laughs> Ipo, uh, what were you helpful. doing? I'm heading in with Augie. All right. Three of you race past all the miners coming out. You run past them into the mine. Uh, Luke, when did this, this happen? Seems smart. <laughs> did you know something was going to happen here today? Uh, yeah. Here, come here. Uh, we we have yet another sidebar today. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls you aside so no one can hear. People are coming over to congratulate you, and he's putting. No, 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 go away, go away. She's yeah, she's great. Uh, <laughs> he says, Katie, wasn't it? Look, Katie, we. We got a message uh, that came in like an hour ago that uh, was s some stupid, threatening kind of thing from the Crissini. And then someone pulls up in a car that I saw on video and places the bomb outside. And I know those two dudes. And then they walk away and moments later, the place blows up. What? I sent one of my guys to go check and see what it was. He's now in one of the uh, med med trucks heading out because of me and my decision to send him. I'd love to help him. What two dudes specifically? Two guys that came in from uh, from Morales. They called them troubleshooters. They came in like a couple days ago or a week ago. I don't know exactly when. What the hell? What? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> two two dudes from Rallis came and two troubleshooters. Yeah. That's 
That's insane. Why would they bother? That's what I just said. What the hell? Facility. Uh, why would? Do you understand anything that's happened here? I mean, has there been problems at this facility? I run a great operation here. I believe you. You have done nothing but impressive since we've seen you. You too, Katie. Thanks. <laughs> uh, has has have you heard anything? How long have you been with Rallis? Uh, several years as a miner, and two now here as a supervisor. And you've been trying to get this this gas out the whole time. Yep. Did char that three. the char three? Did that help with the explosion? Do you think it created an even worse explosion down there? <sighs> Can I speak with you even more privately? Oh my he pulls you over further away. Uh, look, there's there's no char three that's being extracted here. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I almost believed you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nothing to do with that. There's no explosion caused by what we're taking out. It's not volatile like that at all, so... Well, what are you taking? They're taking out this glow stuff. The stuff that's floating around. Well, not that stuff, but uh, pure glow, the blue stuff, the blue version of this. And that's not explosive? What does that do? Uh, it's not explosive. I don't know what they do it for, but I've did a couple safety checks when I first came on board, and there's no volatility. Uh, I had one of my guys toss some stuff around and see what kind of leakage would, if or if it corroded the storage containers, or if there's any. Matter of fact, it was the same guy I just sent to in the med van. Boy, I really endangered that guy. Don't I? <laughs> Anyways, is he like married to your sister or something? <laughs> Yeah, I send it where they want it sent, but no, it's not Char 3. And do you get a lot of it? No. Where do you send it from? It doesn't seem like it's going through the shuttle bay. Uh, I've been sending a lot of small shipments to a warehouse over in the other sectors. Uh, warehouse H, maybe? Yep. Wow. But the majority I've been saving for a large uh, output shipment. That went out a month ago. That's fascinating. And does it feel like this might be a cover-up? Does this feel like it's an illicit thing? I have no idea, but this is... I'm I'm done. I'm, I'm going to get these people out of here, and then I'm done. I'm on the next shuttle out. I can imagine. We I have quit. a shuttle going out tomorrow if you wanted to join us. We'd be happy to have another person on board. Yeah. Um... B-Y-O-O. <laughs> this feels like potentially a, you know, a huge betrayal of the amount of amazing work you've been doing. We'd love to, to help Use you. Use you as a star witness. <laughs> <laughs> help you in any way that you can get away from people who are clearly endangering your life. It's extremely unfair. And you know what? I asked uh, one of my security guys and he says the very video I saw of them pulling up is somehow gone. Fascinating. Do you have access to that data pad that did that? Audio? No, the, the video's gone. I said, get me a copy of that. And he looked, he said, no, nope. oh, the video got destroyed somehow. 
the camera feedback. He gave me some line. So now the video's gone. I have no... Who, who was it that said that? Can you um, point him out? What? Can you point that guy out? Uh, yeah, I can show, show take you to him. Stick with, stick with Duke shirt. That, that would be great. They're going to try and disappear that. And Luke, you've been so helpful, and I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm happy to get back to you helping to save the lives here. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, once Augie gets back, uh, introducing him to that security can, I'm sorry, Inra, can we at least regress one sidebar so we're just closer yeah, to the people? Yeah, we're going to... All right. You inception like, out one level gonna, of like, sidebar. The camera can only go in so far. to the right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow morning, our shuttle is out. We'd love to have you and whomever is dear to you come with us. I'm there. Is it just you? It's just me. I've got a little something I might need to do tonight, but I'll be there. I'm going to put my hand reassuringly on his Is this the same? <laughs> yeah, is this the date thing? <laughs> I'm going to put my hand reassuringly on his shoulder and just say, let me know if you need help. We're the prophets. We're here to help. He says, all right. Thanks a bunch. And then he says, uh, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Katie, with the, how much help can you prophets do? Your law. Well, unfortunately, we're not law here, although we do have some connections to the police. Um, <laughs> um, what <laughs> kind? <generous. laughs> what kind of help are you looking for? We can be creative, potentially. Can you be destructive? Epo out of nowhere. <laughs> he breaks with, into the sidebar. <laughs> What's the end goal of the destruction? I'm not letting this Rutledge try and blow up me and my people without any repercussions. Something needs to happen to him. We agree, and we think that there's potentially a better, more embarrassing way to do that on the larger whole. I'm I'm saying we, we torch his car, torch his office. I think that we torch... Spray paint all over the lobby or something over there. P- mess up his pretty little headquarters he's got. Luke, I understand your anger, but I think it's even better if we can torch his reputation and make him wish he were dead instead. Does that sound interesting to you? Um, I'm all ears. I mean, torching his office would potentially destroy the files. Interesting. Maybe. No guarantee. Uh, we... No, I, know. I think we can talk. If you want to come by at our hotel, maybe tonight around 9 o'clock... Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, I have someone. I have company. (laughs) Let's discuss tonight maybe some plans. How does that sound? All right, I'll meet you at nine at the hotel. Great. And can you just give me a quick uh, description of those troubleshooters? Uh, Big, bulky type folks. Uh, Let's see. One's... uh... I don't know the race, but he's got like big thick fingers and uh, like a no neck head, just a big bulky creature type guy. And his name is Krog. Of course it is. <laughs> and the other one's kind of this wispy thing. Uh, Maurice was his name when I met him. Didn't seem uh, very friendly. Is that Maurice with a lisp? Maurice. <laughs> 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 Great, we'll keep an eye out, and if we can apprehend them somehow, we will make sure to do so. If we leave Luke alone, he's not going to show up. He's going to be dead. Just saying. Just saying. Okay, well, um, maybe you should... Uh, Luke, 
make sure you're walk- we, you watch your back. If people are conspiring against you, then that's a problematic thing for everybody involved. If you feel safer with us, the prophets, feel free to stick nearby and we can bring you back with us now. You watch your back too. Okay. I'm knowing you look. gonna go grab Augie if when he's done doing his thing and point him toward the security guy. Uh, Augie and Epo have raced back out of the mine, I believe, and we're listening in keen on your conversation. Oh, okay. So there oh, we have to. all heard that a whole conversation. I, in oh. a double sidebar situation? Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe you guys haven't done that. So, Augie and Epo, and I believe Devin, were descending down into the mine. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So you're going past a bunch of people, and you arrive at a utilitarian factory-like elevator that is just coming up, and there are three guys that are getting out of it. Are they injured? Nope. The impact and damage seems to have just been on the exterior of this. Damage was the exterior. Entrance. Okay. Um, They leave and they look at you, but they don't ask any questions. They walk by. Hurry out! Hurry out! That's the way. (laughs) Is there a security office, a monitoring station? You don't see anything like that. There are some offices back up in the main entrance area. Looking more to access probably a junction of uh, wiring and cable to try and access information that I could view on hand right there. What's your goal? To view what? Uh, essentially hack into any lines there so that I can have a, a portable viewing station with my rig presently. Oh, you would need a com- access to a computer to do that. Okay. Not just a line. Then I would probably head back out to the monitoring station. Okay. Evo, you're going to head back out with him doing something else? Evo. Uh- Devin goes down. Epo oh. wants to go down too. All right, Devin and Epo go down. Cole, you haven't done anything in a while. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick close to Luke Sherwood. Oh, all right. He and help help out, uh, you know, any wounded that I can, and he puts you to work, and you always find tasks that keep you close to him, uh, and so he's not oh, really much aware of it because he's distracted. And I'll keep an eye, and I'll help some sick people. By sick, I mean bleeding out. Epo, uh, you were going down with Devin, is that right? Yep. Okay, you guys descend, go in the elevator, press the button, and it starts to descend some distance, not too deep. Uh, maybe, your guess, 50, 60 feet or so. And Augie, you are able to find some offices that are completely empty. Everyone's left. You're able to tap into the system because it is not locked as everyone left in a hurry. Okay. Uh, and you were able to access uh, security footage and look through it. What are you looking for? Uh, number one, I'm constantly checking on Devin and Epo. Okay. Uh, giving eyes where they cannot. And uh, just looking at other floors, what dangers might be present. One floor down, one floor down, one floor down. That okay. kind of thing. You see the <clears throat> camera. There is a camera at the bottom of the elevator, and you can see Epo. Um, flicking Devin's ears from behind as they come out of the (laughs) elevator. I have eyes. I see you. (laughs) Uh, But there's no other... Can you feel this? (laughs) (laughs) There's no other cameras that you can see, and they walk under your camera further into the mine. Don't see you. Can I rotate And then you see one giant epokey eye appear at that (laughs) camera, looking way too close, and then it disappears, and you don't see them any longer. Oh. And that's as far as the security 
then you can see some cameras that are around the exterior of the building and the interior of the building, office area. But not further into the mine. Correct. All right, that's all I've garnered here. Am I able to access anywhere else on the network itself? Going beyond the mine, but to offices or anything like that, local? Uh, what offices? Uh, specifically trying to find data that is incriminating. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Make a computer's roll. Computer's roll. There's like a file that's just like incriminating evidence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not this just, time. There's a seven. of us. Seven. Uh, you try and access stuff, but you can only access generic schedules of people and boring spreadsheets and output values, but nothing that seems incriminating. I, uh, it's all char three related. It's all char three related. I uh, depart from here. I go into the mine and... Uh, is there an alternate access down, or do you have to summon the elevator each time? That's the way. I will call up the elevator, then okay. and try to write it down. Epo and Devin, you guys walk down the mine shaft and come to a series of heavy machinery with gas tanks and piping and some strange tubing that goes down into some crack in a wide-open cavern-type area. And they've got sealed sections and they've got a very serious mining operation going on. And they're somehow uh, getting this gas vented out into these containers. These containers, however, are not the white ones you saw before, but are smaller, maybe like beach ball size cylinders. And inside you can see there's one cylinder and it's maybe a quarter of the way full. And it is full of a... Uh, of a heavy, wavy, when you get close to it, gas that's, that sticks to the bottom. It's very heavy weight, if that makes sense. Taste it. Is it? <laughs> is it blue? It is blue. Yes, almost uh, a dark phosphorescentish color, if that makes. The demo will inspect that, see if he can discern any specific information about it. Okay. Uh, with his esper sense. See if it responds in any way to that. Um, you may make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, <laughs> so don't waste it. Nineteen. Nineteen. Very nice. Uh, I'm gonna also use. What's <laughs> going? You want to wait to see what doesn't happen to you? <laughs> no, I, I I'm tempted to use my force shield to add a little bit more onto that save. That's up to you. Uh, I think I'll be fine with a 19. With a 19. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> you die instantly. You get close to it, and you you're, you know you look like a fool with a guy behind you, and you're, like, touching the cylinder, and you're tapping, you're getting close, you close your eyes, you whisper some strange uh, esper connecting language to this gas you're trying to sense what's going on and then you feel this growing anger that's trying to affect you this externalish anger and you're like thank god I am calm and I'm able to take control of my emotions. And with that 19, you realize you spin around and you grab on to Epo's knife that he has drawn and he is, has right over you. Oh. You are now hand to hand holding on to Epo's hand 
Epo, you have a strong desire, more than usual, to plunge this <laughs> knife <laughs> into Devin's back. You have no idea why, but as you got close and you start leaning over, you're about to give him some annoying quip of, why don't you marry the gas? And as you do so, there's just this burning hatred of not even just him, but of destruction in your mind. And you don't even get the saving throw because you're right. You're running the edge of that as at all times. <laughs> you know my secret is I'm always angry. You draw your knife. You have it over, and Evan somehow Devin Evan Devin, <laughs> Devin instinctively spins around, grabs onto your hand to deliver the blow, and you both make athletics rolls. Oh, you must die. That is so not good for me. Go down <laughs> What did you roll, Epo? Had a kill of twenty-two. Athletics. Yes. 22. 22, but he could have got a good roll. Devin, what did you, you did roll? Damn well what I rolled. <laughs> What'd you roll? Natural one. <laughs> oh. you hurt, he hurts you and you hurt you. And you plunge the knife into uh, Devin's chest and do damage. Uh, four. Four points of piercing damage. And, uh, Can yeah. I do it again? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's all part of the role play. <laughs> it is a new round. You guys can roll initiative. As an elevator starts to go up. <laughs> I know that you took the elevator. 23. Yeah, I don't have that. All right, Devin, <laughs> what would you like to do? You're out. I thought you already, aren't you out of most of your Esper powers? I am. He's got But two. not all of them because oh. I got two back because okay. I meditated in the Garden of Spheres. Yes. <laughs> um, so as my bonus action, I'm going to throw the cylinder away. Okay. And then as my action... I'm going to cast Primal Fear on Epo. All right. <laughs> uh, so Epo needs to make a Wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Five. <laughs> so Devin, describe what happens. So at, I'm, I throw this away, and I think of the Epo's biggest fear. Epo, <laughs> um, why don't you enlighten us on what that happens to be? Um, gosh. What is his biggest fear? Really the two of you, like, missing his date. Together, talking about your biggest fear. We do. We do. I know. I I know it already because he's confessed it. Um, I, I, Epo's biggest fear is um dying, uh, a cold, un uh, a cold un, a anonymous death. So. Epo uh, sees himself as a shriveled old man dying in a cave by himself, uh, unknown, um, never, never really having existed anyways, um, and lays down on the ground in the fetal position and begins to cry terribly. I, uh, <laughs> cry terribly. What does that sound like? Do it. Cry. Augie, <laughs> 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 uh, you hear a strange noise coming from the camera sound pickup. It sounds like the mine is haunted. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> and then you look in the camera. I have Three. a knife in my chest. <laughs> I'm standing over uh, like Epo. <clears throat> you see uh, Epo being dragged into yeah. camera view by Devin, who has a knife still sticking in him. <laughs> you have no idea what happened in the moment <laughs> they went out of view. What happened? Uh, I will continue to concentrate, keeping him in a clear state for the full minute. Okay. Uh, as I drag him away from, okay. from this place. Are you doing anything, Augie? Uh, I'm making sure the elevator's waiting for them. Okay, you bring the elevator back down. The elevator arrives. It takes about a minute, so the primal fear finally wakes up, and Epo, you realize you are not alone, naked, and anonymous at the bottom of a mine. You are with your friend that you realize now that you have stabbed and you have no desired, no abnormal desire <laughs> to hurt. But you do have a great release for some reason. <laughs> There's a cathartic moment. Uh, and you do see one of your knives is mislocated. That That's that's my dagger. <laughs> and I pull it pull out. Pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, well, you're how still bleeding. You Let me put it back. <laughs> Why did you steal my dagger? Uh, <laughs> I wish I had just a little more Esper power. <laughs> you guys are uh, go into the um, uh, mine elevator and are taken back up. Why did you stab me? I I don't I don't recall. I was just angry. Well, I am sorry. I did what I had to do. It was for your own benefit. Why was I so angry? Well, never, yeah, don't, don't get, answer that. <laughs> having made my saving throw, mm -hmm. did I get any insight on what was actually causing that? No. Okay. I assure you, I, 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 I have no animosity towards you. I don't know what took over me. It is uh, a effect of what we were dealing with. I felt the anger myself, but fortunately I have some self-control, so I was able to uh, not strike out like some people. That's instinctual. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do not hold that against you. Would you like to go out tonight at nine? <laughs> Uh, you guys are out of the mine. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to do in this whole mine scene? I'm going to just call Augie over when he's up there and point out that there was a guy, and I'm going to point to whomever Luke pointed out, who had originally showed the videos, the incriminating videos, and you um, just say if you can go and talk to him and say and see a little bit more about what he was using to see the videos perhaps we have a way to link into the uh, Rallis intranet can I have the equipment well we can certainly try can I keep the equipment you know all's fair and uh, can we go talk to this guy the security guy yeah yeah uh, you spend some time with him, and you feel he has nothing to offer you. He is surprised as anything else that the data, uh, any video is gone, and Augie, you are able to verify that his login doesn't show that he deleted anything at all. This is administrator level deletion here. Nothing he could have done. Nothing I can do. You can't. You can't use this to track back. Not from here. 
He does show a message uh, that arrived about an hour before the explosion that reads, defiling the planet disrespects the source. Is there a a return on that? No. (laughs) Track down there. And then just for good measure, I'll say, this is a very important investigation. The prophets are involved. I'm going to need to keep this data pad. You go, yeah, sure. Cool. If Luke says it's okay, and Luke from the other room, whatever she wants. Thank you so much. And then I give it to Augie. Uh, and Epo, for your efforts to make your weird, fearful cry and for stabbing your friend, gain an inspiration <laughs> die. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I think before we leave, I'm just going to say, Luke, we're leaving and we'd like you to come with us. What for? We're not. I got work here. Totally sure you're safe. Wait, what am I saying? Yeah, let's go. Great. <laughs> I'm done with this place. Awesome. Thanks. Everyone's safe. All right. You might have to um, sit on Kolsch's lap. Unless you have an additional vehicle you'd like to bring. I'll bring my own. Okay. Can I, can I ride with you? Sure. He's taking a liking to you. And you guys head where? It's about one o'clock now. Uh, the hotel. Hotel sounds good yeah. to me. Can I, ass- Can I assume that you told me about the uh, yeah. Krog and Morif? I probably would have um, definitely told you immediately, and then on like while we we're in the van, we're on the ride back, tell everybody else. Luke gives you a little bit more information. Yeah, this Morif guy, I guess you'd call him. He's like a, a bunch of floating lint with some weird little white-like... Uh, dangly tendril type things that he uses to point and 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 he like talks, but it's just in your head. You never hear anything because he doesn't have any lips or legs or arms or heads or torso or nothing. It's one of the weird ones. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. If you think of anything more about these two, uh, please please let me know. You guys arrived at the hotel where we followed. Uh, you were not, but the other vehicle in your party was that has your friends in it. But we, I, I mean, assuming, did, did I see that vehicle following them? Yep. Or, okay. You guys are at the hotel. Luke's there. He's like, are we having lunch? What are we doing? This way. Uh, Kolsch is going to go up to the car that follow has been following us all day. Okay. Oh, and gonna, all your weapons are returned and everything, yeah, so you're, got, you're fully yeah, yeah. loaded up. All right. You walk over to the car. They're parked maybe a quarter of a block away, but still able to see. You walk all the way over, and as you approach, they do nothing, and you walk right up. Can I see into the vehicle as I'm approaching? You can. Who's in it? It is two security personnel. You recognize them as one of them as uh, one who stuns you and colored you. Well, oh, perfect. Uh, I'm just gonna go up and uh, knock, knock, knock on the window. He reluctantly lowers the window, and it's a manual rotation window. <laughs> so he can clean. He gets it down. Can I can I help you guys with anything? You seem to be uh, tailing us all day. Do you need a, a refreshing beverage, a snack? He smiles. We're good. You sure? How are you doing? I'm great. You say that again, and with the cereal spoon in your hand. I'm a cat. I mean, tiger, you know. Um, 
You want to come in, come into the bar at the the hotel. We can have some he drinks. He rolls the window back up. <laughs> okay. About what I expected. All right. <laughs> you guys are up in your room. Alyssa is there. Okay, okay good. Jesus! We keep leaving her, hoping, hoping this mission will end. <laughs> so now it's Alyssa. We're deleting her off our quest log. Is that the whole thing? <laughs> Luke Sherwood. This quest is bugged. Yeah, this she's is still here. Line, not deletable. She'll just reset back she's to a, the cargo pod. <laughs> um, Augie. Yes? Would you Puts mind? down his altoids. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind checking a room to see if it's bugged or not? Uh, August scampers about. Make an investigation roll. And before you do, let me just say, I have never... Worked with such an amazing engineer. I believe in you. Yeah. Give you a little inspiration. I'm, I'm not an engineer. Oh, okay. I am it. I am it today. You don't have to use it right away. You can wait for. Oh, minutes. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> I'm a show off. You just told me I'm an awesome engineer. <laughs> Inspired, I begin my search. That's a six. What the hell is that? That's a six. That's a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-two. Okay, you scour both rooms. You guys have two rooms, right? Yes, because we're all about to vacate one of them. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> yeah. And you scour both rooms and you are clean. I don't see anything. Thank you. I feel much reassured. So do I. <laughs> anything you guys got planned? Fast forwarding to nine o'clock? Um, I just wanted to figure out with the team... Do we want to try and get those videos back, or do we just think it's gone for? Do we want to try to explode stuff more? Do we think that's a terrible idea? It probably is, looking at you, Tim. And um, also, if if my goal from leaving this planet and to make Luke happy is just to like embarrass the crap out of this team at Rallis, is that what we would like to do? Any What's thought? your plan to do that? Um... Yeah, that makes it hard. <laughs> Ideally, having this eyewitness would be our best bet, but it's going to be hard when there's some bad PR out there for us, so I'm sure, I'm sure that they will happily put out there. Yeah. And then we can, you know, talk about what they've done to the... Is it, the is it bad PR for us or just one of us? Well, <laughs> we are the prophets, and unfortunately we cannot divide ourselves from a teammate. The four of you say, looking at Epo. <laughs> um, Devin's still bleeding. <laughs> right. <laughs> I believe having Not somebody. Not turning my back on Epo again. <laughs> I believe having Luke here to say what he has seen, and having the Cassini, who have found this as a spiritual haven, can work in our favor. But that is really the best we can do to go against this particular group of the Rallis Corporation. We can always, of course, keep it just to this one man so that Rallis also throws him under the bus. That's, I think, the best we can do. Um, I think we need to get off of this rock. Agreed. Take our uh, two new friends with us, get them in protection, report back to the prophets and see what they want us to do from there. I think they will say to us that it is our job to care of our own messes, and we have some videos out there. Did 
did Epo was watching Devin kind of look at the cylinder of gas and all that be- uh-huh. before he yep. kind of was taken over by the... Wait, what? For you were taken over. Yeah. Oh, he said he. I thought you were talking about Devin. You no, were trying no, no. to switch the blame. In <laughs> before he requested my dagger in his bag. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> I believe Alyssa is here in... Her presence here has something to do with the the blue gas that we saw in the mine. What's that? She shows interest. Alyssa, in the mine, there's a there was a blue a blue gas, heavy heavy gas. It seemed to have some sort of esper about it. Is it familiar to you at all? No. And. I don't want to hear about it. We're leaving tomorrow. Let's leave tomorrow. Every time you start talking, I don't know if you know this, but you seem to get into more and more trouble. Can we all just stay here, have room service, bring up some food, go to bed, and then leave? No, I have a date tonight. (laughs) What? (laughs) Two dates, actually, I think. Don't you have a second date? You were my second date. I'm your third date, No, Luke is my date. Back off, and he's with us right now. (laughs) All right, well, I move into number two. (laughs) Um, Yes, well, we we are the prophets, and we are here to seek out potential dangers. Just comes with the territory. She goes to the other room and watches... I get the feeling she does not care for us at bunch. <laughs> at least for some of you. So I have not talked about this blue gas very much. Does it have a name? It is the pure glue. Pure glue? Or the pure form of the glue? And it makes you angry? <laughs> so Epo claims. <laughs> Cut scene to a rave with Epo, like, two daggers in his hand, just stabbing people. <laughs> just in his head, there's just this massacre around him. I, I felt extreme, extreme anger and hatred and uh, a need to destroy. I was slightly annoyed. Uh, Augie <laughs> tries to take some of this information to the intranet, if you will, and tries to dig up some information on if anyone's seen anything like this and its effect. Besides the insects? Well. Uh, okay. Make an investigation roll. 21. You scour internet-related stuff and find nothing along those lines. This doesn't... I can't find anything. This must be some secret. It certainly seems possible that this was used on the workers today to rally them in front of the temple. seems possible that some of the problems the police have been having with having a lot of tussles around town could be part of this problem. It seems possible that the bugs are so angry and brought here by this gas. As guardians of the planet, perhaps. It seems that this is very volatile and very dangerous gas, and we need to shut down this operation if at all possible. You had said, or, um, Sherwood had said something about a large shipment of this blue gas. 
Yeah, I did. I'm still here. I know, this is sidebar. <laughs> oh, sorry. I respect the sidebar. I respect the sidebar. He steps back, seriously. <laughs> A large shipment off-world, something that does something like this, where it makes normal creatures violent. He said uh, about a month ago. A month ago, yes. A month ago. Luke, did it say where this was headed? Am I allowed in this conversation? Luke, was it <laughs> yeah. sent to Fashion? We are temporarily holding a side <laughs> bar for a full bar. I don't know where it was sent. Where? Fashion. Couldn't we find out where it was sent it's to? Fashion. The uh, mining world that was attacked. Maybe the head the headquarters. You have no you have no access to that. Uh, I I have a key. What? Where? The head. I can get in the doors. Interesting. That changes some things, potentially. How willing are we to get arrested a second time today? <laughs> Catherine has for the third time today. Epo's, <laughs> Epo's already holding his hand out. <laughs> I don't think it would be arrest they would try to do. I think they would try to kill us for sure. I, I also am concerned, uh, and looks at Devin, uh, your Esper friend, Alyssa, uh, it's Alyssa, right? Alyssa. Nope, that's our friend. We didn't get her name. She knows how to control air. Yes. Uh, these gases in the hands of an Esper that can control it? Oh, that would be... Exactly so. Very dangerous. Oh, well, a good reason to kidnap. Indeed. A good reason to enslave. I'm sorry, I thought you meant his other Esper friend that he met today. The creepy lady. His girlfriend? She... That creature is no friend of mine. <laughs> she may know something if we were to try to break in. Oh, yes. She would need to be dealt with. I don't believe that we can send Lucan alone. I think we need to... I don't think we should send him in at all. Agreed. He should stay here with Alyssa. What is our goal by trying to break in? If we should at all, potentially we leave this and we leave the planet. If we get into the headquarters, then we put ourselves in position to delete certain videos. No, 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 says Luke. Look, it was heated. There was stress. My people were getting hurt. You guys brought me here for my safety, right? Where you will remain and be safe. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. But... <laughs> so, uh, uh, let's not stir the pot. I haven't even told HQ that I've quit yet. As far as they know, I'm still organizing whatever at the mine. That works Perfect. perfectly. Yeah, let's let's keep that going and yes. let's uh, let's get out of here. That original idea when we came through that door is the good one. We are leaving tomorrow, but tonight we have more work to do. I don't know if it's the best idea. There is no best idea. Yeah, breaking into the headquarters is is risky at best. I think it's going to result in potentially a a couple less lives on my good friend here. We are responsible Hmm. for a good number of people that we don't know or see. Already, yes. That blue gas, whatever it's called, pure glow. Pure glow? PG. Uh, (laughs) Canister of PG on a regular world would be devastating. As prophets, we would be responsible. And we can't, just between the five of us, it seems, have a way to shut this down. 
permanently. We may lose our ability to administer law here, but I think it's well within our mandate. Agreed. I think our best plan would be to get the upper hand publicly by removing evidence against us. Forget your evidence, Luke says. Here's the plan. Oh. We strike back at Rutledge in the way that we can do very easily. We drive right back to the mine and we blow it up. We send them months and months back in digging and equipment that they got to ship way back in. I don't have to risk anything with my key to HQ. You don't got to risk nothing for getting arrested or anything. I belong in that mine. I know where charges are at. We could have it done in two, three hours tops. I think that could easily go terribly. And I think... Because there's explosions going around there. We That might even delay... Th- that's a win-win. far more possible that if we can get this mine shut down permanently through some political means... Do that later. Let's cause a little trouble and then go, and no one will be any the wiser. I kind Luke, of agree. Luke, how, how much of this pure glow... Are, when do you think the next shipment out off-world will be? Uh, I don't know. The rest are just the small ones to the warehouse. In the uh, glow, it uh, had an impact on both Epo and my mind. Uh, it made us both angry. Epo a little angrier. <laughs> um... <laughs> Does this have this impact on on other people as well? No. It is probably just because I was using my Esper powers to investigate it, and it somehow unlocked that, which is perhaps also why they need Elisa. Yes, agreed. We could collect some of it as proof if we were back at the mine as well. Luke... If you lose credibility by blowing up the mines, then we lose all credibility and try to shut, try and shut this down permanently. All we need is access to security cameras, shut them down, and I have every reason to be down there. I could be looking for any survivors, making sure things are security locked down. Hell, I get blown up as far as they know. If I've learned anything, it's to never trust the NPC's plan. (laughs) (laughs) Never trust Tom. Uh, (laughs) While this is... It does sound like a good plan, but you are right. (laughs) I like this plan too much. (laughs) Come on. I kind of feel like it's... Come on, remember Glenarin. Uh, <laughs> I think if anything goes wrong and it's tied back to us, we don't get off this planet. It that won't. shuttle is tied to Rallis. It won't be tied to us. It could easily be tied or just on the whim and thought that it is. Then fine. I'll do it myself. And he goes out the door. Mm. <laughs> I'm not stopping him. Okay. <laughs> if he... Dies. Bring back some glow. <laughs> we have no argument against Rallis. We have no proof. We have nothing. We have to go with him. I don't think this goes well for us. What time of day is it? We're not stopping. Uh, two, three o'clock in the afternoon. At the very least, we should wait until it's dark. You might need time. He is leaving now. <laughs> Luke. Luke. You are getting farther. <laughs> 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 
Uh, Augie, shall we? Shall we what? Catch up with Luke. Uh, Yagi uh, runs out the door after Luke. All right, you catch up with him. He's getting in the vehicle and his Devin's car. Come along, Devin. No, there. no, you'll make you'll make Epo mad. Uh, yeah, I, Col- I won't. Colch definitely okay. follows Luke. I don't know. Okay, Devin, you're staying behind. Nope, he's coming. You're coming. What are you doing? What are you doing, sure. Catherine? I don't know. The way you were nodding at me. Um, I thought uh, you were saying, no, 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 I won't go. Seems see, sure. seems suspicious. Um, <laughs> you're trying to read. I know. It, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, you're 100% right. You are playing into his hands. Side, though. <laughs> are we going to sidebar? Yeah. Why hasn't, <laughs> why, why is Alyssa complete? Like, they stole her. She, they, they. They don't have her. Why is she remaining safe in the hotel? Why has she not been killed or kidnapped by now? Of all the times we've- Is this a private sidebar? <laughs> open sidebar. Open. This is right there. Open. There's an open sidebar. This is- this is... Uh, Well, the only one I can figure is either they don't know or they don't care. I think that- I don't think it's that they don't know. I think it's that they don't care. But why? Why go to all the trouble to kidnap her and bring her in and then not care that she disappears? Luke's driving away. Anyone in his car with him? Uh, Augie would be. Augie and Luke yeah. drive away. Zippo, are you in the car? We'll get in the second car. <laughs> all right. I'm in the car. Catherine, you come in. Oh, I'll be in the uh, Luke's car. Okay. I can't say no. I guess I'm effing coming. <laughs> so your under protest is noted. <laughs> Catherine, Devin, and Epo are in the second car. Okay. Catherine strongly considers not using any of her powers to bring you assholes back when you die this time. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So uh, it is. Oh, yes, Augie. speaks with Luke while driving. Yeah. Uh, what up, old man? <laughs> stands up straighter in his. He's, he's buckled around his feet. Um, why is blowing this up the better idea? Because it's, it's easy, and they piss me off, and my people are clear of there, and I'm going to make sure that's the case. It blows up, and then in a month, they're back to work again. Nothing, no, nothing that's visual. a couple months. That's some specialized okay. equipment. A couple months. Yeah, that's what you guys said you wanted. The infrastructure is a little bit more important, I would think, especially for you. Using the key and getting into the headquarters... That allows us access. Uh, That's not the plan. You can do whatever plan you want. I'm getting on that shuttle tomorrow morning and I'm out of here. This is my parting gift to Rutledge, then yeah, let's do it. I'll even give you my key right before we take off. You can do whatever the hell you want with it. And I won't tell him I quit till I'm safely somewhere else. I think Augie has a problem with this so far. Worse and worse, yes. (laughs) All right. It is a montage of... Luke and crew going back to the mine. There are some maintenance guys kind of checking things out. There's a few medical personnel that are just leaving. Oh, hold on. This is a montage. (laughs) It is another scene of Augie at the computer you had hacked into that's still just open. uh, And you're shutting off any security cameras that you don't want anyone seeing anything with. It is a montage of Luke uh, with Kolsch taking some explosive stuff that they have. They don't have a ton, but they've got some. Montage interruption? Uh, No, okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm not on board with this plan. (laughs) (laughs) 
and uh, Luke is planting all the explosives and Luke even uh, has a little bit left if you want some, Kolsch. Oh, yes, for sure. All right. As evidence that we <laughs> exploded the mine. While this is going on, though, is there like a security office? No, 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 no. There's no security office. We've been over. This is the mining area. There's yeah. just offices. And the only security person right now is Augie turning it all off. And asking uh, Luke if this is where the main blue glow is acquired. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. Specifically. I have something. I'm trying to montage this, guys. (laughs) I thought you all agreed on this plan. No? Uh, I don't know. Okay, then I will not montage. I thought everyone was on board. I went went along uh, to what my plan, what Kolsch's plan is, is to... uh, um, get one of the guns that we were shot with yesterday that has like a stun setting. There, those aren't here. Yeah. At the very least, let's not incriminate ourselves by having our tail watch us leave, and then suspiciously, an hour later, the stupid thing blows up. Let's kill the fucking tail. I'm that's sorry. Not, that's yeah. not. <laughs> that's my line. Yeah, I know. That's uh, ah, so non-Devon. <laughs> <sighs> No, I, I agree. All of a sudden, this plan seems like it's... it's <laughs> all of a sudden, this plan seems like it's the prophets I thought it was doing, we agreed. Okay. Doing, doing all this. Yep. You guys do not have to. Luke was going all by himself. You guys decided to join him, and now you're saying we don't want to do it. Then just stay behind. He's 100% just doing this. This is like an, an hour of work for him. Augie's still there. Okay, Luke's planting the explosives and he's leaving the mine with Kolsch. Kolsch, you have a little bundle with you of yep. some small explosive capabilities. While that's all going on, Devin is there and Devin goes down by himself and gets um, a canister of the... Actually, I'm going to say some of you can't be there. It'll just be Augie and Kolsch because you guys have to deal with this tail. That's right. Okay. Um, but uh, Augie and Kolsch make sure there's uh, some uh, small sample of this. So, uh, yeah, so in the second car, um, I'll drive somewhere else. I'll drive to headquarters. Okay. And uh, Luke says, yeah, hey, everything's all set up. We can go, and we got, uh, we got, I've got it all cordoned off. And Augie, you shut down the elevator so no one can get hurt by going down in there. Luke, how how are you going to, how how are you going to set the, the uh, explosives off. I just need to make a radio call in, and once it rings, it'll go off. Channel one, oddly enough. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, just make a call, and we're good. Okay. You guys head out. You tell your friends that it's okay, to that everything's all set up, and everyone meets back at the hotel? I don't know. Um. People... So the I, tail followed us. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you got kept him busy while he did all that work. Yeah. So Epo like you know parked far enough away from headquarters to not look like we're at we're headquarters, but close enough <laughs> to like do some some recon. And he has his binoculars out and looking at headquarters. Yeah, Casey okay. headquarters. You know, got to put on a show. All right. So uh, it's six o'clock in the evening it's starting to get a little darker than usual and you guys are back at the hotel rooms uh the tail did follow you back and is outside you're in the hotel rooms and luke says all right i'm ready to make a call and he gets out his little communicator you don't you don't want to wait until later 
Why? It seems it seems early. Uh, I say we do it now. That way, no one gets hurt. I don't want anyone to try and break in, try and fix that uh, elevator. Why would someone break in and fix an elevator that nobody knows is broken? I, if there's any reason for anyone to go down there, if security tries to go down there, I don't want any of my people getting hurt. Aren't are you not in charge of this entire mine? Why would be you're right? And he calls, and he, you hear a oh, shudder. <laughs> You feel a shudder uh, on your f- around your feet a little bit, and uh, he sees there's some call that appears on his phone, and he just turns that off, and he puts the little phone thing away, and that is it. That's what he says. That's it. Let's have that bastard deal with that now. Who just called you? Uh, HQ. Probably some emergency they need me to deal with, making sure everything's okay. We just put them back a couple months. Good work. You're beginning to act awfully roguish, Luke. I'm pissed is what I am. I had nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's 8 o'clock. People can start to take long rests now if you wish to. Do we have some of that? Uh, I have a date. Yeah. Yes. I have a... Took a sample, I'll give it over to you. Yeah, you have a small little can, like a thermos of it. Put it against my forehead. Okay. okay. <laughs> Iun stone. Uh, anyone can start taking a long rest other than Epo because you have a date. Epo has a date. Yeah, I'll start taking a long rest. Okay. Epo, your date arrives and knocks on the door at nine o'clock. I open the door. Hey. Dressed in my sarong. Okay. That I took with me from the. <laughs> Do you also display ship. all of your trophies? We've all piled into one room. I don't have those with me. <laughs> so that Epo can have the room by himself. A little quiet time. All right. Uh, just to, uh, you know, take care of the event, I make sure everyone's healed before he starts his date here. Okay. Because so, I'm low on six hit points. So. I'm, I'm, I'm taking care He's of you. healing it right now. This, so, this, and this in the pack. In so everyone's fully healed. Wrong. <laughs> Somebody um, gets stabbed in the back. What's this guy's name? Never got it. Okay. <laughs> Never got it. <laughs> All right, next question. Is he wearing the same clothes that he had on? No, he has uh, some okay. jeans on and a plaid tucked in shirt. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna break a poor poor man's heart. Oh, the remainder of this content is now Patreon expert level. <laughs> uh, uh, well, welcome. <clears throat> and I give him a hug. All right. He hugs you back and says, let's go uh, get something to eat. Let's go to your place. Uh, is this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I know a good place. I know a good place. I could use uh, I could use some, some food. And you guys, he takes you out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you have a good time? Yeah, you We do. eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, you don't. You can just answer a question: yes or no. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, the food's good. <laughs> okay. And then after we eat, I say, "Take me back to your place." Oh my god! It's the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has finished a long rest. Oh my god. You get back all of your, half your hit points, half your hit dice. You guys actually had leveled up. We've already done that in advance. So you get those right. new capabilities. Uh, even Epo has completed a long rest. Because to his surprise, Epo has no, no bits. <laughs> he 
oh, your your Barbie doll smooth. Yeah, it's Ken doll. Oh, all right. Ipo, Ipo, was Ipo comes home was early. <laughs> With the recorder in hand, I hope. You did get the recorder back. Uh, your date was none too happy. Uh, with that excuse. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I was not expecting. I have no sex organs. How does reproduction happen with Epoki? Well, with Epoki, they have gender, but when they elect to become ritualistic oh, combatants. Called the Great Sanding. They, they, they go through a process of, sanding process. of oh, genderizing. All right. <laughs> Your old family gathers around an inverted belt sander as you are slowly lowered. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys, it's morning time. Uh, A quick communication shows the shuttle will be ready very soon. You guys heading out? I want to listen to to whatever was recorded on the recorder. Okay. Uh, you listen to the recording. Uh, it is uh, a lot of maintenance-related stuff. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. And he talks briefly about how excited he is to go out tonight. He's really <laughs> looking forward to it. It's been a while, and he hope he doesn't get screwed over. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I delete it. All right, you're that keeping was... it. You're going to delete it. If, if you can, there you was can keep it forever. No, if there was nothing <laughs> right. there mission oriented, then the, and the secret code is gets out of memory. Yeah. Any other plans? Are you guys heading out via shuttle? Oh, uh, well, I think we should definitely check the shuttle over again. You guys are at the dock. How um, does Luke seem? Luke seems awkward. He spent the night in your hotel room. Uh, and he had brought nothing, no valuables of any kind. I think it's kind of weird that Luke is showing up. I mean, because there's other people around at the dock, right? Other Rallis employees? Yeah, there's a few maintenance guys. Is it not a little weird that Luke is showing up? I don't know. Okay. You guys are there. Augie? After he's been MIA all night. Um, um, Augie will do a check. Okay, make another, make an investigation roll. Investigation. I'm gonna. I'm gonna again. Okay. Too late. Well, too late. <laughs> Ten. Ten. There are no treacherous devices of any kind. Epo uh, goes to the office and says, "Who will be our pilot?" And there is a young pilot who's been studying the seven buttons all <laughs> night long. Uh, it's got the order totally set. This is a seven-button shuttle. <laughs> oh man, I'm only qualified for six. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna look at Luke and say. Luke, we don't want them thinking anything untoward happened here. If you could let them know that you're finished with their employment, that would be very helpful. Right now? Well, better now than in the air when it seems All right. something was persuaded. He gets us a little communicator, types in a little message, and emphatically hits send. Let's get out of here. Here we go. You guys depart. You depart with some additional maintenance personnel. They do not look um, scary or threatening in any way. You've seen them working on the shuttle before, and they are en route to take a look at the systems in the transfer station up above. Now that the shuttle's operational, a couple other people are leaving. Actually, the shuttle's full of people departing, but there's enough room for you guys and uh, Luke. Uh, and your tail is making sure you guys are absolutely leaving, and no one's, no rat related engineer on your team is sneaking away somewhere. <laughs> Have all the. And everybody has a breathing equipment. 
breathing equipment. Because the station has oh, no oxygen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Close and, by. Yep. They've been everyone's been apprised of the condition of the station. Yep. Okay. They're gonna stay there while the maintenance guys fix things. And that is exactly what's happened. The shuttle launches off. The doors above are opened. The shuttle blasts off out of the space dock. You leave the town of Salor behind. Some controls are pressed. There is a light that triggers off to the north side of the dome. There is a swarming mass of bugs that mostly go that way. There is a charge that is charged and an EMP-like blast is fired out of the nose of the shuttle and it erupts against the dome and scares away any more of these bugs that you blast through. You leave the planet's surface and you arrive back at the transfer station. I think before we arrive, I'm just going to pull the maintenance guys aside. I'm going to do a little sidebar with them. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say, it looks like there were some people here trying to turn more people against the religious order below. I suggest you, you don't spread a lot of rumors. I think this was meant to harm the balance on the planet. Please don't take it personally. They shrug. Okay. And they do their work. You guys stay in the shuttle. They get oxygen going again. There is a corpse there that they have to attend to. And you guys are able to board your ship. Still there. Everything seems fine and locked and secured. And with you still is Alyssa and Luke, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like we have been defeated in some way. <clears throat> so many ways <laughs> <laughs> and Luke will just take the next stop wherever you guys are headed yeah if you could come with us and we're gonna get yeah. into our ship oh you to go to the next stop is gonna be Citadel Citadel yeah, yeah he'll yeah. go there too great okay let's bring them to the Citadel you guys take off Alyssa. you depart from the transfer station and go into drift space the return trip is much faster it takes you about two days took you quite a while to get out here to this remote location but because it's traveled quickly you're able to return back quickly and after two days of travel you arrive and are back at the planet of haven the city of Circos, and in particular the citadel you guys are walking into your facility. Alyssa's leaving? No. No? She's coming with us. We're going to ask her to come report back, and then we'll send her a home. Oh, okay. When we say ask. She, is, she needs another ride somewhere, so yeah, she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have arrived, and as soon as you go in... One of the new up-and-coming prophets in training says, Hey, yeah, the captain's been asking for you guys. He heard you were coming back on your last report and said to come see him immediately. Sounds right. This should be fun. <sighs> you head to the... I hope I get another trophy. <laughs> <laughs> You head to the briefing, debriefing room. It is the theater area with lots of tiered seating. There's three large, oversized chairs in the front, and there's a lit area, a little stage for briefing and debriefings to be given. All the seats are empty, and you guys walk in there. You take your place in the brightly lit stages, staging briefing area. With your two other people to take some of the flack, I guess. <laughs> some shields yeah. of Luke and Alyssa are also there. 
Emotional meat shields. Yes. Alyssa's like, this is this is uncomfortable lighting. <laughs> it's not always like this, just mostly while we're here. Just a spotlight in their faces. <laughs> the door hisses open, and in comes Captain Valencia. He casts his usual glare across the group and strides in, and his bespeckled is his metal-covered uniform. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. <laughs> and he strides in with his data pad. <clears throat> he doesn't look at the rest of you again and sits down and starts bringing up your file and brings up this mission and says, all right, debrief me on what you've been up to, Salor. Captain, when we got to Lore, yep, that's definitely where we were heading, um... We were first uh, distracted by a ship that was under attack, um, the Star Thrust ship that was under attack by um, our usual gang of miscreants, which I generally remember the name of. Ripclaws. Th- thank you, the Ripclaws. Uh, they had attacked the ship, and uh, we uh, helped to get rid of this scourge. It turns out the Star Thruster ship had uh, a a captive on board. They were unaware of this, but Alyssa here had been captured. She tells her tale of being captured and her world and what everything that came right to this point. And then they brought me here and everything she has said is true about my my terrible misadventure. And I hope to return home soon. That is our goal, Alyssa. Thank you so much for being here to speak to this terrible thing that has happened. The captain, this terrible captain. The captain continues to, with a stylus, write different things and only looks up once at her when she finishes and then goes back. And then I'm gonna, can I, can I just say, sure, tell him about um that we when we went down to Frac Four, it looked like there were some problems with Cassini and with. Rallis and um, talk about how it looks like Rallis has been creating some problems, talking about um, both the um, issues they're causing politically, um, the explosions they've created, and then pull out the uh, glow, the blue glow, and say, when Devin pried into this, it created a very dangerous anger effect. And we are quite worried that the shipment they sent for for that they sent about a month ago is a great deal of this, and it can be used in combat. And I'm going to ask Luke to uh, give a little bit more information about what happened at that point. But you know, hopefully, I've told him before that not to talk about us exploding the mine. Okay. (laughs) And Devin will add in that he believes Alyssa is somehow tied into the ability to unlock the. Um, the anger part of that using her air control abilities, you know, her, her esper abilities, um, and that she's part of whatever's going on. And after all of that, I'm going to say, and unfortunately, there is some... Uh, we were given the task after being captured by Aralis in our investigations to spread... Uh, bad rumors about the Cassini and hopefully get them removed from this spiritual planet of theirs. We believe strongly that Rallis is in the wrong here, but they do have some incriminating videos over us that we could not get rid of. Uh, we hope to solve this politically, but could not do so on our own. 
I see. The captain continues to write. Anything anyone else would like to add? I had a date. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we, We stopped the Cassini from... Um, using their devices to transfer uh, people onto the transfer station while it had no oxygen and prevented deaths in that way. Um, and we gained their trust, perhaps, in our communications with them uh, and helped to build the relationships with the Cassini. And we were given this flute... Yes. <laughs> the pan flute As which I have been suffering. working on a piece. Would you like to listen? He makes a note of pan flute. <laughs> Takes a picture. Desperate pan flute. Puts it in an evidence pan bag. Desperation. <laughs> I'm not happy with what Rallis appears to be doing there. Some additional investigation seems necessary. I got the first base. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes, we're also very concerned, but unfortunately it's going to need a light touch based on some of these videos we could not get control of. A light touch, yep. I've got something else simple that might keep you busy while we figure out a next step on this. How simple. <laughs> Potatoes for a year. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a briefing later. You're all dismissed. Thank you, Captain. You all head out. Is there a read to determine his facial expressions? How he's you cannot tell, and he mm. has not looked at any of you, even when he says, "Agent Vathis." Yeah. Yes. And the rest of you leave. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to redo the ritual of sending. (laughs) (laughs) He, again, not looking. Fathis, I've been a member of this organization for my entire professional career, and I put a lot of value behind the men and women I've served and who serve under me. We do a lot of work. We do a lot of dangerous work. And I know I know the work you do. I've done it myself. So many thoughts going <laughs> through Ebo's mind. You just wonder if you could pull off initiative just a bit. I'm always having to deal not only with what we're handling in our missions, but there's a political aspect to this that you are not aware of it's not good to receive some of this information that I received from Rallis Mining of charges of breaking and entering and investigations that were not quite authorized I understand that we bend the rules I understand there are things you may not want to tell me and I may not want to hear and my people know that I have their back. We are a beacon of truth and honor out here in a galaxy that is anything but. 
one of our best allies out there are the other police and law enforcement agencies, and those can be a challenging situation and a challenging one for us to navigate through where our law falls in, where it doesn't. Not excited to read this report from the law, law officer at Salor that says your team was derelict in their duties. And particularly for an agent who's under probation to receive a specific note that says Ipo Vathis was unprofessional in his conduct by a Officer Talon. That's, that's not good. Does it describe my unprofessionalism? It doesn't. You have a response? I don't know what this report is alluding to, then. It's nothing but hearsay. Am I in charge of the team, by the way? I, did, I didn't know this. <laughs> you are not in charge of the team. Oh, okay. But this... He clicks a button, <laughs> and the screen behind you turns on. It can't be good. <laughs> and it is a... Every time someone puts their screen on, it's always bad for us. Your date was disappointed <laughs> and filmed every... No. It is a picture of a camera inside a warehouse, and a warehouse worker, Sammy, I think was his Sammy. name? Sammy. Walking course, towards the door, and there's a picture of the team outside the door... Uh, the view and showing uh, Ipo kneeling outside and then uh, Sammy opening the door and literally you can hear him say, what the, what are you, what the hell are you doing? And then Ipo stabbing him through the chin and then all sorts of chaos and Catherine getting knocked unconscious and healing and all sorts of stuff. You have a response to this? And he looks at you for the first. I'm taking the back at the color of his eyes. <laughs> and then I say, um, this was the best decision in the moment. We knew that Rallis is host was hostile to our presence. And there was nothing good coming from somebody about to call on the radio for reinforcements. So stabbing an unarmed man, in your opinion was the best course of action. Am I hearing that correct? Unarmed and weapons, but armed with words and radio. Do you want to be here, agent? As a prophet, yes. In this room right now, no. <laughs> we are not an organization that is a group of thugs or mercenaries. And I don't think that's quite settled in with you. You think this behavior is appropriate? I think this behavior was my best decision in the moment. And as a team, we worked to handle it. And your best decision was a failure. The man's alive. I don't think this is a place for you. 
You're grounded. You're demoted down to recruit. Oh. Tell the team your goodbyes. <laughs> and report back to the trainer. We'll see if some additional training might get some of the ethics and morals and what we believe in as prophets into your head. Very well. And you leave. All right. And we'll stop there for tonight. Oh, an absolutely brutal final scene between Captain Valencia and Epo. While we were recording the scene, everyone was completely silent. You could have heard a pin drop. It was dramatic yet incredibly uncomfortable at the same time. As for the rest of the mission, the police chief's disappearance, forgotten. Sketchy things going on at Warehouse H, nothing found. Racial tensions between Miners and Cressini, unresolved. The Esper Alyssa, her kidnapper never found and no reason why she was taken. Rallis Mining now holds the cards for getting what they want and keeping the profits in line. From my take, the bad guys won. Thank you to Jillian, Chris, Tim, Christopher, and Seth. And as always, thank you listeners for joining us on our adventures. If you've been enjoying the show, check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards and consider supporting us. We put together some great bonus content, including full lost episodes of the show and a ton of other content. How will the profits get themselves out of the warehouse fiasco? Will they follow through in supporting Rallis Mining? And what will Epo's fate be? Until next time.